Good evening, everybody, and good afternoon. How are y'all doing? Welcome to the show. <laughs> and I know today's show is going to be very interesting. Hopefully, it won't be too long. But uh, some of you may be wondering why I chose this particular title. And simply put, I call it a very triggering question that hopefully we may find the answer today. So before we can get into the show, I would like to welcome any uh, everybody who's going to be coming into the building. Some of you are going to be late. But first, as you already know, for those of you watching my YouTube channel at this moment, if you are brand new to my channel, Please make sure to like and subscribe so you make it, you may stay updated to my notification and ring that bell so you can get annoyed <laughs> and uh, share this topic. I know it's going to be, it's, uh, how should I put this? I'm going to bring a little bit of fire today, but uh, we, we're going to do it today. We will. Now, some of you may be wondering, you're like, oh man, this sounds kind of crazy. Why would fasting is life pick this topic? What, what's going on, right? So, the focus of today's show is going to be from both a mainstream perspective and a religious perspective. First, Right. Let me show you some pictures that can get you a little bit, you know, tr you know, this is the topic of marriage. You know, you see the wedding ring. It says marriage license. Some of you out there listening, you, you, you know, this process you went through there, right? Here's another picture, right? But I like this one, you know, silver. It's very shiny, you know, uh, I hope, uh, you know, uh, I hope this ring was what five dollars each, but you already know I doubt it, you know, because it, it really looks very bright and beautiful, you know, smooth, no scratch or anything. So the polishment on this ring looks like a the couple, well, the man <laughs> had to cough up a lot of money, you know. This is another, you know, uh, parentheses. Uh, he had to trick big time. <laughs> Right, and then you know, there you go, coming together, you know. Oh look, he got me a ring. Oh my God, we're gonna get married. Oh, congratulations! So, uh, you know, to you know, how should I put this? It's easier to follow the crowd and do what everybody does, but when you start to ask questions, this is where the quote-unquote danger comes in. Why? Because you're starting to go against the current. We live in a world and society that you are born and, you know, you get the education of your parents on things you can and can't do. And then as you get older, society, your education tells you what you can do and then come religion, right? But then when you start asking questions, 
that's when you start wondering about wait a minute why things are why are you questioning what's already in motion we don't know anything right so brace yourself brothers and sisters we're gonna get into this it's gonna be hot <laughs> but i'm trying my best to keep it very short so i can allow a panel for a few minutes because i know a lot of you are gonna have any a lot of questions so let's see i see we got some people in the building shout out to you batman beyond welcome back i hope uh, you are enjoying your weekend d rock salute salute all right yes i will have an open panel and uh, uh basically after i finish with the the crazy topic then i'll, I'll open the panel so i'll try my best to keep it within 30 minutes but i have to go to a lot of records uh because i'm gonna use reference uh articles and as you saw earlier i'm gonna use wikipedia too but uh for the moment let us go to answering this question that i have for you is marriage satanic and evil that is the question i want you to have in your mind so let's break it down what is marriage i'm gonna read to you the definition from the internet right based on the records that we have and what does it say marriage the first definition and pay attention because you know like i say we go, we will see it says noun to legally or formally recognize union keyword right union of two people as partners in a personal relationship parentheses historically and in some jurisdictions specifically a union between a man and a woman this is from the dictionary right i know i know i'm not looking at the chat right now but i know you are really you guys, y'all, oh, the black fasting, don't go there. Don't go there. <laughs> back up, back up. <laughs> Let me repeat. This is the dictionary. It says, historically, right? And in some jurisdictions, specifically, specifically, a union between a man and a woman. That is the first definition. Keep that in mind. Second, the state uh, it says uh, marriage is the state of being married. And when you break down the word marry, right? It's it comes from old French. Uh, it comes from Latin maritus, and then old French marié, which means marry and also husband marie you know like uh uh you know for those of us who speak french so when he says uh in french when he say your husband he says you're you're married you're uh sorry marie and uh it says joint 
in marriage. That's the definition of to marry, right? It's a verb, to marry. To take someone as one's wife or husband in marriage. Enter into marriage. Become a member of a family by marriage. Of a parent or guardian, give in marriage or say give a son in marriage. Second definition, it says cause to meet or fit together, combine. And they give an example that says to show Mary's poetry with art. So it's a it's a, it's a you know it's a union or it's a blend. Now to solidify as we're looking at the definition of marriage, the second definition it says a combination or mixture of two or more elements of two or more elements now biblically marriage what we call the, the blending right the union according to the bible it was first introduced when the, uh, the, the Most High already created man, right? The man. But man was by himself. He had no mates. Then in Genesis 6, it says, in chapter 2, verse 18, and he says, I'm reading to King James. He says, And the Lord God said, It is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him and help me for him. Keyword and help me, right? And then when you follow up, because he, you know, that was the plan that he had, right? And he says in verse 22, and the rib which the Lord God has taken from him made he a woman. So here the Bible is showing you the first surgery. And if you if you want to look at it, it's uh, what do science are calling it right now? Where you take a, a piece of DNA from something, and then you make something out of it. If you look at this process, that's another way where a woman was made. This is according to the biblical records, right? Because I know I have viewers who probably do not believe the Bible, but I'm starting here because that's that's where my my mind is most of the time, right? Don't worry for the pagans. I'm I'm gonna gain to your part. Don't worry, I got you covered. No, now look. It says, "Made a woman, and brought her unto the man." And Adam said, "This is now bones of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Therefore, it shall a man leave his father and his mother." and shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh. Now, this is the story or the background of the original man and woman. So the question I'm going to ask you this. In this moment, is there any mention of what I'll put marriage as people look at it today? But it does talk about what the, uh, the word marriage describes the union 
right? The union of two people coming together. And then as you go on, it gives you a, the purpose of marriage. The first one, it says the, uh, the woman is supposed to be, was made from man, was part of him, to be his helpmate. So right there in the Bible, it's telling you the purpose of marriage. It's for the man having a helper. And you could look at it in another way as an employee, somebody who's working for your benefit. Notice he didn't say, he said, I'll find him someone he can help. No, he says a help meet. Someone who's going to meet your expectation. Someone who's going to help you, right? So, so far, so good, right? But then something happened. According to the scriptures, chaos came to be where everything changed. And as you go on into the scriptures, man, uh, was it the, the, the species of what you call mankind began to increase. Society began to grow. Governments were established, religious establishment. So everybody in whatever particular place they were, they had to develop their own system, right? Now, if you look at most of the rituals when it comes to marriage, it, it, it has evolved, but there's a lot of ancient practices in it, in it, right? But if you notice, even right now today, you have different cultures where they're practicing similitude of what you call marriage. And for those of us who are living in America, you already know if they have to make a quote-unquote dictionary in the coming days, that definition of marriage will, will have to change because this society has changed. So when I ask the question, I say, is marriage satanic and evil? The question is, what kind of marriage are you referring to? Because there's nothing wrong with union with two people, right? Coming together in partnership. But then the question is, is, it, is that union evil and satanic? So that means there's a category. Mm -hmm. Now, I know you guys are probably tired of looking at that ring, <laughs> right? Now, let me go to the next. I will show you this article. Now, when you look at more the marriages, right? What is something symbolic that refers to a union? Right? When you're talking to somebody, you, you, you meet people. What is a sign that will represent in our modern time that two people are, uh, quote unquote, united or in partnership? in marriage, the ring, right? Wedding rings, like this one right here, right? So the question is, what is the origin of this practice? Because if you, for those who claim to be Christians, right? I don't see when I read Genesis or when I read in the, in the patriarchs, there is no mention of exchanging of vows of rings 
you know, has people expressed it today. If you actually take time to read in the Bible, the way it describes marriage, marriage was basically a contract between two families coming together. That was the culture. Now, when I say the culture, I'm referring to biblical culture according to the ancestors of whom they're referred to as the Israelites. Like I say, the numbers of people grew in number and everybody had their own cultures and customs. So you had, you know, people who live while you were called to the Iraq, they had their customs. People who live today where you call India, they had their own customs. People who live in Ethiopia, they had their own customs. People who live in Libya, they had their own customs. So every nation had their own customs. They had marriage, but not everybody was doing it the same. Right. Now, I'm about to show you, because we're trying to answer the question, is marriage satanic and evil? I'm about to show you the origin of the symbol of the wedding ring. Now, people will say, well, are you trying to imply that rings are evil? I'm like, no, a ring is a ring, right? It's made of metal. Is metal evil? No. But like I say, everything, you must understand its meaning. Are you wearing the wing ring because you like jewelry, you know? Or are you wearing it under a specific ceremony? Right? Everything has a purpose. Everything has a meaning. And you must understand what you're dealing with. You can't just be blindly doing things just because everybody's doing it. It's the expect, uh, accepted thing. Just because it's accepted doesn't mean you have to do it. And it works both ways too. Right? But as, as a person, you have full rights to understand what you're dealing with and make a decision, right? So that you can come and be like, you know what? I never knew or I was ignorant. Now, let me show you this one picture and kind of give you a clue of what, what the symbolism of the ring represents when it comes under the marriage ceremony. Look at this. You see this? It's a serpent swallowing itself, swallowing its tail. And they call this the eternal ring. And I'm about to read it. Hold on a second. Let me go to Wikipedia. And anybody who is here right now, thank you for stopping by. For the, those of you looking at this article, let me ask you this one question. Did you know about this thing? Have you heard of this word, Ouroboros, before this stream? If you did, please press 1. And if you never heard of this before, please press 2. Right. This is just, you know, I, I would love to check back on the chat and see who heard of this before. You probably did watch some movies, Hollywood movies, and it mentioned. Now, let me, you know, because I know trying to read the whole thing, it's going to take too much time. So let me just read the brief definition. It says, the Ouroboros or Euroboros is an ancient symbol depicting a serpent or dragon. Huh? 
eating its own tail. Originating in ancient Egypt iconography, the Ouroboros enter Western tradition via Greek magical tradition. Huh. Stop. Guys, did you hear that? The Ouroboros, the symbol of the ring, enter Western tradition via Greek magical tradition and was adopted as a symbol, a Gnosticism and Hermeticism, Hermit from the god, uh, god Hermes. Well, it's also a name of a, an individual. And most notably in alchemy. <laughs> now, I know a lot of you, my followers, y'all are smart people. Are you liking the sound so far of what this symbol is? In, uh, trying to answer this question, is marriage satanic and evil? It, is this somehow kind of like making you think or be like, wait, what, what, what? Like I said earlier, if you if you're listening to me, I said the term marriage in itself, right? It talk it says a union. Now and then I ask, I say, well, what kind of marriage is satanic or evil? Because the word marriage just means union. So the question is, what union is satanic? And evil. Mm -hmm. And it says the term derives from ancient Greek or Boros from Upa, Ura, Uratel, plus Bopos or Boros, eating, tail eating. <laughs> it says the Ouroboros is often interpreted as a symbol for eternal cyclic renewal of a cycle of life death and rebirth so like i say everything has a symbol so some people say well this actually refers to because a marriage is 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 what it's a it's a it's a contract between a man and woman and you're supposed to be like that what till you know what what's it saying till death do us apart right till death do us apart people repeat it but guess what what does society show us? Do people really keep that binding or that Ouroboros contract till death? <laughs> or they just there reciting like a parrot, saying it just, you know, just to please everybody, and then they don't really mean it, right? But they still do it. So just because you don't really take to heart what you or participating doesn't mean it negates its ancient meaning and current meaning because deception can hide itself in many forms. Now you say, Oh, why why are you showing us this whole ancient thing and so, stuff like that? Because I'm taking you way back. And as I showed you earlier, the whole symbol of the ring is based on what? Witchcraft. 
alchemy is witchcraft. Magic is witchcraft. <laughs> so you'd be like, wait, that don't make no sense, right? I thought religion is all about, you know, eternal things and all that stuff, right? Let me show you another symbol of this Ouroboros. What do you see? Same symbol, right? How about this? You like that? Hold on. Here's one more. This one. Still representing the same symbol. And if you can see, y'all know the symbol of the nuclear plant, right? The nuclear plant. There's also another symbol. Uh, what is it? Uh, yeah, I think nuclear plant. There's another symbol. I forgot what it's called. But uh, you guys get what I'm trying to imply, right? Now, let me read you as we're still in the marriage thing. Let me go to, I have a tag of, guess what, guys? Jewelry website, jewelry companies, and they they actually, on the websites, they have the history of the whole thing about the ring. And I'm on this one website from New Zealand, right? They had a whole page dedicated on the history of the rings, and they make sure, you you know, you can, you know, once you understand the the tradition, which I, I doubt most people actually read this anyway, they, you're going to be like, oh, make sure you get our carrots ring, you know, for your beautiful, sexy lady. You know, that diamond, shiny, shiny, you know, bright like the diamond, you know. You know, make sure you buy the most expensive one because she won't love you if it's not expensive. If it's not shiny, you know, it's no good. Now, let me read you a paragraph where it says, it says, Mm. It says, however, unlike the Egyptians, where the ring was the symbol of love, it is believed the Romans viewed these bands as symbols of possession. Roman men will claim their woman with the giving of the ring, placed on the left hand, which was considered the weakest side of the body, and symbolized the submission of the woman to the man. This tradition is kind of reminiscent of prehistoric cavemen. I'm I'm not descendant of cavemen, just to point that out. That's not me. <laughs> My ancestors never lived in caves. Who tie cords of braided grass around his chosen mate's wrists, ankles, and waist. It is thought that they believe this bought her spirit under control. Wait, wait. Wait, 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 what? <laughs> wait, wait, come again, sir. Uh, what did you just read? The Romans, right? Believed, right? Tying cords of braided grass around the mate's wrist, ankles, and waist brought her or bought her, like purchase, bought her spirit under his control even though the romans lacked what was it the romans lack of romanticism seems a part 
in these earlier times eventually be throttled be throttled uh, rings were made from iron and called annulus pronubus these rings symbolized strength and permanence and show maybe uh, they developed a softer more romantic notion of the idea of marriage the reason why I'm going to different records and history of marriage, I'm trying to lead you somewhere. Because <clears throat> we have some people who look at marriage as, you know, it's not important to them. They'll find someone that, you know, it helped me. They come to an agreement and they settle down. Some people, they'll keep the old custom of meeting the family, the parents, introduce themselves pay downery and you know the family both of them officially uh basically make the marriage the union official but then you look for us living in the west there are many kind of marriage you know you have in canada you know it's it's a mess over there but here marriage was a union between the man and woman uh, back in 2015 the government, the Supreme Court, the highest uh, office in, in when it comes to laws, decided that they say no. Uh, people who practice same-sex, you know, uh, lifestyles, they too can practice this ritual and be accepted according to the government. And then you have it also involved with uh, religious ceremonies that basically come in agreement now <clears throat> i'll pull it this way there are many forms of marriage which one do you want to do and do you understand what you're getting into because you have to remember the purpose of marriage certificate why it's not just you and your mates who are uniting. You're uniting with the legal system, with the government. The family, your family and your mate's family are not even involved, right? So I've, I've, I've seen weddings where you have like, they'll do like the ceremony, you know, the party, uh, the couple will come together, the, the priest or whatever will bless the wedding the change rings do all that stuff and then they'll be like okay before you guys can get on the dance floor in front of everybody you get to what sign to marriage license marriage certificate and then you ask yourself well, so, well is this a certificate for the church no it's for the government because the system that's in place that society is set up in order for you to be recognized as married you have to what engage into the legal registration that's so i'm kind of leading you somewhere because the it's like biblically wise the purpose of marriage has went has gone way left way 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 left thousands of years later right but then 
you have also to remember there are many, many cultures that have many customs. So, when I ask, I say, is marriage satanic and evil? That is, from the biblical perspective, the way marriage is now, and especially even people who claim to be followers of the Bible and they practice Christianity, if they were to be judged based on the concept of the Bible, they're not even they're not even doing what the Bible says. No way, no how. Why? Because you take the Bible, right? There are certain rules when it comes to the law of marriage. Are you meeting the father of your bride or of your future bride and paying dowry? Depends on where you are. Some customs, like I say, certain customs, they keep one thing, they have something right, and then they have something different. And also, when you make the vows, do you understand the importance and the consequences of making those vows? Because I mentioned earlier, in marriage, when you put all the emotions aside, was a contract. Because the woman is supposed to be your helpmeet. Society have changed and put laws. And I just showed you earlier that the Romans, they introduced the practice of the whole ring and all that stuff. As a way, the symbol is... The woman was your property, and you're buying her soul, like you know that. Basically, you, you it's like a spell to pull it under your control, right? So you'll be like, "Oh, what, what the hell? What's going on?" I'm just, I, all I did is I was just showing you the history of where marriage, depending on the culture, was. The reason why I prefer to stick to the Bible because. The Bible makes it way simple, and there is no wash up with. There is no uh, capitalism involved. Why? Because if you look at it as of right now, marriage. It's a bit. It's a big business, especially in the Western world. I know worldwide, yes. Because let's put it this way. If marriage was reduced of two families coming together, the man presenting himself to the family say, I'm interested in your daughter. Uh I wanna I want I wanna receive her for marriage. What do I need to do? What do I need to show myself worthy? And the father has to decide, okay, uh, uh let me learn more about you and all that stuff. <laughs> imagine that happening especially in our society and not only that imagine marriage being you guys have to party first and then you and your mate you go into the chamber while everybody's outside you go into the chamber that they reserve and they lay down a white sheet 
where you and your mate go and have, you know, you consummate the marriage for the first time and the, was it, the drop, the red drop falls on the sheet to show to the people that this woman has not been touched and everybody celebrate. Yeah, yeah, right? Would you want that? Oh, would you want where you have to stay involved? You know, you got to sign paperwork. People don't keep their vows. There is no uh, reconciliation and all. This. It, it, basically, it's there is no order, right? Because anybody can just wake up one day and say, "Oh, you know what? Okay, it's over." Uh, okay. So it, when I say it's satanic evil, it's like. If the purpose of marriage was a union of two people coming together for a purpose, and mainly, right, biblically, to a woman coming to help the man. Because if you look at it, fathers raise their daughters, and the man basically becomes the father of that daughter. Why? Because the father is a well, uh, I'm giving you away. So you basically, I'm passing the baton to you. Now, this is, is going to get more adulty. You know, brothers, what do you think when it comes to mating and, uh, what is it, romance? Why women call their lovers daddy? In many languages, papi. You, you see how... <laughs> <laughs> you see how everything <laughs> now you see how everything started to make sense. So even even in people's ignorance, in a way, they understand because look at what a husband has to do, right? He has to take care of his wife. He has to provide. He has to uh, when they bring children. He the woman is helping him raise them. So when you look at marriage the good way, not the evil and satanic way, the man is the cornerstone. Everything is about him. That's it. If you if because I gave you certain history, like I mentioned, you know, the origin and all that stuff. But if you break it down, the simplest way, marriage was supposed to be about the man for his profit. Everything is about him. Why? Because he's the boss. And the wife and bride is supposed to be his helpmate. Because of that dynamic, that's it's supposed to flow. The energy, the balance is going to flow. Why? Because everything falls in its place, in order, in its position. And here's another, when I talk about words, a man doesn't get married. A man marries. A woman gets married. She doesn't marry. Do you guys get it? Do you guys get it? It's the man who's doing the, per he's grabbing. So he's the one doing 
the marrying. The man is the giver. The woman is the receiver. Why people say, oh, why if things are not going as it was years ago? Why everything is, why? Because like I say, when something is has built foundation on chaos and disorder, it never goes well in the end. It never goes well. I always put it this way, mankind, society, they love making things that are sane, logical, simple. They love making it complicated. Because any logical man, when they look at the purpose of marriage in its simplest form, they'll be like, oh, okay, this is something I will do. It's, it's very simple and all that stuff. But why... It doesn't seem that way when you put it into application. Because you have to look at the foundation of what you call quote-unquote marriage in whatever society you are in. And now, like I say, when you have people who live a certain lifestyle right like people who are in the lgbt community do this right society is allowing it so it's like what is marriage really because if it's the union right and remember uh, one definition says it's the combination of two or more elements but then when it comes to the purpose of marriage, when it comes to man and woman, it says historically and specifically was between a man and woman. Now, if it change, right, that means anything goes. Somebody can marry their dog. Somebody can marry, like, they can call anything marriage. You can call anything marriage now if you want to look at it that way. So when I say is marriage satanic and evil, I tell it that way because why? Because I wanted something that will click and maybe trigger certain people. Be like, what? What, the, what kind of question is that? Some people may be like, oh, what is the question? Certain questions may not have an answer. Why? Because you have to find the answer for yourself. I have my answer, and I'm keeping it to myself. All I'm just trying to show, I try to show you is biblical perspective, what was the origin of marriage? And I show you from the other side, depending on different culture, most culture recognize, even biblically, that marriage was actually a purchase. But when it comes to what's attached to what you call marriage, the ceremony, the whole thing about the rings and all that stuff, I showed you that all these things that you see, especially in the West, I mean, it's everywhere, but here in the West, it's more exalted because in most cultures, this they, what they do is they combine both, right? They combine their customs and Western. But here in the West, it's mostly just that. I'll say close to 100% of all those things are based in witchcraft. 
in magic, alchemy. And then some people say, well, those things are the, you know, just made, made things that don't exist. Magic doesn't exist. Spirituality is all that. Again, the question is, you have to ask yourself, if those things that, you know, oh, it does mumbo jumbo doesn't exist. Look at society today. Look at this function of family today. If the purpose was to be a helmet, wouldn't, shouldn't every family who are quote unquote founded under that union be fruitful? If that is what its, it's purpose to be? Also, then again, you have to think about it too. Marriage also was set up in many society as a way of population control, right? Because if the wealthy only had access to finding a mate, because remember, yes, it's a union of two people, but I'll give you another example. It could be more. So if you had a custom, a culture where somebody could have more than multiple wives, then certain men who could not achieve the purchase of the dowry, they would be left out. So people in those societies had to come up with some ways where it would benefit the whole. And if you look, if, if you think about it, right, the only people, let's say monogamy, meaning having only one partner, imagine a society where Monogamous uh, marriage were allowed, but then if you have money, if you have wealth, you were allowed to do you, to have more than multiple, like you were allowed to have multiple wives. So imagine a society where there was no regulation that where you could be, oh, you know, if every rich person were, okay, I can afford to have 20 wives, 30, 50, whatever, you know, just go wild. But then the ones who couldn't afford, they were left out. No, none of those families will be like, hey, I don't want to marry uh my daughter to this guy. He has nothing. Hey, you know what? I'll suck it up. Uh I know this guy already has 45 wives, and my daughter, I love her dearly, but you know, I want some of that dowry cash. I, I you know, I'll give her to the highest bidder, best <laughs> simply for that. <laughs> and that's why sometimes when I say certain comment, people get triggered, and I want to say that. Marriage is actually a transaction. It's a purchase. If you want to put it literally, right? So some people are like, well, that's, that's evil. <laughs> so that's why I phrase my question this way. Is marriage satanic and evil? That question is something you need to think about. And the reason why I say it's something to think about, you have to understand what you're about to do. You have to know what you are doing. You have to be aware, right? Now, I've met people who who, who engage in marriage who never done anything when it comes to how society describes when you, what you call marriage. They never done it. You know, they did it their own way, right? And everything is smooth and all that. Yes, of course, you know, 
you have marital problems and all that stuff. But I'm saying they chose not to engage into something they realize they don't agree with. They understood what it was. They say, you know, I decided not to engage with it. So from people outside of the bill, well, what they have done is he satanic and evil, or is he good and righteous? That is a question that a hey, you have to answer for yourself. I just ask questions. <laughs> so, in conclusion, I've shown you the definition of marriage according to the dictionary, and I showed you the symbolism of the ring when it comes to a marriage ceremony. Not to say that rings are evil. I repeat, I'm not saying rings are evil, but I'm saying the foundation of exchanging ring under the idea of marriage is for those who are Christian, it's not biblical. It has pagan origins and its foundation is in magic, witchcraft, voodoo, whatever you got it. Right. And also before I open the panel for those who want to jump in for all the people at the engagement ring, See, it all comes down to what I mentioned earlier, capitalism. Money. You don't have to do all this stuff. <laughs> that's, that's the whole purpose. Let, let me show you the definition. It says engagement ring. An engagement ring is a ring indicating that a person wearing it is engaged to be married especially in Western cultures. A ring is presented as an engagement gift by a partner to their prospective spouse when they propose marriage or directly after a marriage proposal is accepted. It, it, it represents a formal agreement to future marriage. In Western countries, engagement rings are worn mostly by women, and rings can be featured Diamond and all the gemstones. Ah, and it says in Anglo-Saxon countries, the ring is customarily worn on the left hand ring finger, but customs may considerably, uh, what's it? May, uh, but customs vary considerably elsewhere across the world, like I mentioned earlier. So, guess what? Engagement rings—it's—it's it's a modern thing. It's a modern thing. It didn't really exist. So at the end of the day, it just goes to show you that some of the customs were brought in, they're modern, they, they were mixed apart. But the, the main thing of all of it, it's about money. That's what I say. If you want to look at it in the simplest form, marriage was basically two families coming together and the man uh, sees a potential in the woman that he wants to make his wife to be his helpmate, and the family of the woman agrees to sell her, quote unquote, give her into marriage, and the the father will require a symbol to be like, "Hey, I promise to take care of my child." Maybe in the future I'll have another stream when it comes to this particular subject, but uh, I think I've said enough. <laughs> When it comes to this question, is marriage satanic and evil? 
I will say you decide. <laughs> so I will open the panel where I know I've hit the was it 52 marks. So hey, I didn't talk for over an hour like usual. <laughs> so this this was actually good. Uh, I had a lot of tabs open, but I was like, you know what? I have to keep it short. So let me see. Shout out to everybody coming in in the building. Let me switch back to the picture that I had earlier. Hold on one second, guys. Yeah, this one. And let me switch up. Let me drop the stream your link in the chat. For those of you who want to come up, you're welcome to. But yeah, there you have it. Uh, I know it's a interesting topic that most people won't want to touch. <laughs> so what do you guys think? What do you have to say? I would love to hear your opinion. Let me drop in the chat and let me shout the people up in the building. All right, Gabe A. <laughs> How you doing, bro? I knew you were going to be here. I made this not specifically for you, but for two people in particular, but you're one of them. I knew you had to come in. Peace to Brother Dale he uh, Hess. We'll come to you. And uh, Brother D Rock. I see he gave his an answer. New. Brother New. I see you. I see you. <laughs> I hope uh, what I talked about was interesting. Hey, Mahogany. <laughs> yeah. Mwanamboka. Welcome. <laughs> yes. Uh huh. Yes. Yes. The unspecialist. I see you, bro. I see you. What's going on? <laughs> Sheila, I see you in the building. Welcome. Welcome. All right. Hey, Million Global. Welcome to the building, man. Happy, happy new year. I hope everything is well over there on your end. So, what is your answer, people? What is your answer to the question? Do you have an answer or you don't have? You just want to talk about it? You have any questions? Here's the floor. You're welcome to jump on the panel. I think... Uh, this topic, I hope he made you think and, uh, you know, just have a, a train of thoughts when it comes to this subject, because it is, it is an, it, it is a, uh, I'll say it's a very sensitive topic because all of us we were brought up in, we were born to parents. Some were in union, though there will be what, what you call marriage according to what society describes. Some people, they're in marriage according to their own way that's not accepted. So the question is, what do you think? Do you think marriage is satanic and evil, especially in our modern time, how society has established it would you participate on it some people have and then the, if you look back you're like well i've done it any other way maybe i learned my lesson 
I'll do it different if, if I had a chance. And for those who haven't done it, it'd be like, should I do it? Is it is it worthy? Is it worthy of my time? Do I have to go through all this system to find a help meet? Or do I have to do it my own way? Or make up my own rules? You decide, you know, whatever you want to do. And like I, 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 I told you guys earlier, the foundation of marriage is the man. Regardless of any religion, regardless of any uh, society, at the end of the day, the man is the cornerstone of what you call marriage. But now we're living in a time where there's a blurring of the lines. People don't respect the oath, right? Because if you look, let's say if people looked at marriage as a business contract, because it is, if the if one party doesn't respect the contract, you know, the contract becomes null and void, right? So the benefit that both were receiving will be no more. So what if everybody looked at marriage as a, you know, as a contract, like an employee in a relationship between a boss and an employer, right? You'd be like, hey, hey um, what are you willing to offer to this company? This, 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 here are the rules. I'll pay you this and this, this, this. You're going to be working Monday to Friday. And, you know, if I need, basically, just like the relationship between an employee and an and a employer, what if people looked at it this way in our society? Will marriage be the way it is right now? So these are some of the questions that I'm sure a lot of you out there listening uh, have, you know, in your mind. So shout out to... Uh, <laughs> Brother, uh, <laughs> Bitcoin. Hey, I'm wondering, do you have any Bitcoins? Hey, I, I do have some stock in Bitcoin. Guess what? I, I can only afford $200. <laughs> I can afford $40,000. <laughs> I can only buy crumbs. <laughs> Shout out to you, boo. I hope you're doing well. I hope you're drinking your B1 juice every day, you know. Marry a woman that's... <laughs> get out to get to the chopper. Get to the chopper. Let's see. Uh, Brother Million Global, he, said, he has a question. He says, so in the Bible, he says the woman can't remarry if she separates, only if he dies. Is this right? Yes. According to... The biblical law when it comes to marriage uh the way moses received it remember marriage uh, like i say the foundation is the man the man but at the same time even in, in the law it say that a man cannot divorce his wife just because he feel like it because remember it's a contract and if he dishonor his basically he breaks his contract in order for his wife to be you know to not bring shame to her family if the elders of the people right because remember when it came into marriage it was two families coming together 
if the family realized that this man he's doing it you know to break his contract and trying to bring shame they will they will chastise him meaning that hey what are you doing you know you have no reason to do what you're doing and if he's stubborn and all that then he's gonna have to pay a fine and not only that in ancient time the dowry used to be the family of the woman giving the husband wealth for the daughter to be like, hey, we're giving her this for our daughter so you could take care of her. And if you if the man breaks his contract, guess what will happen? The daughter will now return to her parents empty-handed. He's gonna she's gonna return with all the stuff that he, his parents gave it to the to the man. And if you, you and if you look at it, the only people who could do that were what? The wealthy. So when it comes to society, even things like marriage were considered mostly for the people who were up in society. And the people, you know, what they call the, the low class, they had to, you know, even if they practice. The, the way of marriage, they had to do it in a way they could afford. Like, you can't be a poor family requesting a poor man in your class. Be like, hey, you know, I want 10 goats and this guy can't even afford a chicken. <laughs> so people were reasonable when it comes to all that stuff. And because the man does the marrying, a poor young woman will feel so lucky to have an upper-class man choose her as his helpmeet to come into his fold to help him with his future. So I know the topic of marriage is very sensitive. and That's why I noticed nobody wants to come up yet. <laughs> Don't be scared. Don't be chicken, you know. <laughs> come on up. <laughs> come on up. Come on up. So... All right, looks like I've hit the one hour mark. One hour mark. And uh, for those of you who know me so well, you notice I didn't go hard, hard like I would. Uh, what do you guys think? Do you think I should do a, a topic on? Uh... No, nah, never mind. <laughs> YouTube is going to be like, you're miss. Was it you sending misinformation? Strike. I already have one strike on my channel. So <laughs> three strikes, you're out. You're out. You're out. What's up, Shirley? Little Shirley. Hey, how you doing? Welcome to the building. You missed a fun, fun topic. <laughs> right now, basically, uh, I'm giving people a few minutes. I know some people would like to jump on the panel and discuss this but if not i'll probably just end this and say thank you very much for stopping by and uh you know maybe in the comment section if you wanted to say what you wanted to say you're welcome to i know it's the weekend some of you are there are you know ready to party and drinking uh you know drinking that maga juice you know make america great again juice you know that's the juice that's popular right now, you know. It's, you know, you better get it before it runs out, you know. This is the juice, the juice of the year, MAGA juice. <laughs> MAGA.
Maggot juice is life. Maggot juice is life. Mmm. <laughs> so, all right. I gave people about five minutes since uh, nobody yeah, wants to come up. Everybody's scared. <laughs> I know this is a hot, hot topic. So I'll have to bid you all adieu. And make sure to leave a comment. For those of you who are shy, if you want to say anything else, feel free to leave in the comments. But I know some people will, well, fasting, what is your answer? I'm like, well, this is not a particular question that can really be answered. But if I have to give you an answer biblically, I'll say, the biblical marriage is right. How, you know, if you have to do it like it is, it's very simple, straight to the point. And, but the irony is, so most societies today do not accept it. So that's why, you know, that's where the, the trouble comes in. All right. I heard a sound that looks like Miss Sheila is in the building. Miss Sheila, hold on. Let me pull you up. Let me. All right, hold on. Miss Sheila, welcome to the building. Welcome. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing wonderful. Good evening. <laughs> this is a good topic you're hitting on, though. Um, I know you're not gonna get a lot of feedback on this. Oh, are you are you listening to it uh, on YouTube? Oh, sorry. You talk about feedback from this video. Yeah, I'm talking about from um this this video because oh. this a this a broad subject right here. And then when you when I'm hit when I talk about marriage, I'm talking about unbiblical. Why male? I go yeah. back to the Bible. You know, when God made man in His image, and then He made a female took us, you know, made us steady our ribs. So it's really a lot of people don't understand the really um, spiritual side of marriage. Yes. Yeah, and, and that's because it, like I said, we live in a society that, that mm -hmm. you know, are preaching to people that the spiritual doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. Right? That it's, it's uh, you know, mumbo-jumbo, so you have a society, you know, and people even don't understand, you know, they say, oh, we, we rely on science. We don't rely in, in, in all costumes and all that stuff, but they don't understand. Science is witchcraft. The word science just means knowledge. What? There could be knowledge that is hidden. That's what they call the occults. What do they call it? They call it the occult science, meaning hidden knowledge. Right. So. And I talk about, uh, I showed earlier that even the marriage ceremonies, the things they do was founded, like if it's not biblical, was founded in witchcraft. Witchcraft like is like rituals, rituals, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. And people engage in things that they don't understand. And that's why, you know, the Bible talks about, it says, my people suffer for a lack of knowledge. And then he says, because that has rejected knowledge. The key word is, yes, you lack knowledge, but what do you do when you receive the knowledge you lack? 
Are you going to accept it or are you going to re reject it? And, and But you know, so also fasting, but he also tell us, see, the carnal mind of man don't understand the spiritual things. You know? Yes. So how are they going to understand marriage in the spiritual concept that it was made for? So we know who the father lies. So everything that is original and pure, honest and true, he do the opposite. And Sheila, you brought something very important. Now you see why I asked the question the way I did. I said, I know, I know. <laughs> I know. So, I, like, I, let me tell you something. I'm also a dang elder too. So, um, and I had sat down for a little while because it's just a lot of stuff I had seen that um, I didn't like. So I was always the youngest one out of my whole um, Hudson Valley, like all the ministers, bishops, the churches all get together. We come once a month and everything. So um, I'm, I'm really knowledgeable when it comes to the word of God. Yeah. So that's why I can leave you hanging by yourself. <laughs> yeah. But you know what's interesting? Even, even me talking to you, and mm -hmm. see, that's why I didn't want to give a quote unquote answer. I said everybody has to answer themselves, right? Mm -hmm. And how should I put this? When I was thinking about it, how I should phrase my question, I think the spirit led me to ask it that way because. Me, me my character is I love to trigger, you know, like I'm a certain master troll. So I wanted to ask a question where whether you are a Bible believer or a non-Bible believer or pagan, whatever, where it's gonna pull you in. Because a Christian who under, who knows the typical understanding of marriage, when you see this question, it's gonna hit him. You'll be like, wait a minute, why is this person asking if your marriage is evil? Or satanic, right? So, mm -hmm. and it gets people to pull in, and I, you know, I try my best to present evidence and certain things, but then leave them to their own understanding to be like, okay, what do I decide? Because for those who are Christians, right? Because if you look at it, you know, looking at America, they say, well, well this is a nation funded under Christian customs, right? But then mm -hmm. you see, since 2015, those America cannot say that anymore because if your laws are allowing things that are going against what you claim you follow, then you can take that, you can't have that title anymore. So if marriage now can mean a union between a man and a woman, man with man, mm -hmm. woman with woman, then a Christian out there who's listening, this question will, how is he going to answer this question? Is marriage satanic? So you see, now that I think about it, I'm like, you know what? I think I had to ask it this way because there was no other way to ask it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. No other way. That's right. That's right. But you know what? The ones who really truly um, live and right and really have that relationship and know, they didn't they, know. See, one thing about the light, see, when we show up, See, darkness can't be around us because everything 
it try to do that's not right, we expose it. And just like they said, the anointing remove the burn, destroy the yokes. Yeah. So whatever is true, whatever is pure, whatever is righteous, that's what we got to stand for. And we have to stand alone. And when you talk on this, this topic of marriage, which we know in the YouTube streets, this saying marriage is like a business, this and that, whatever. But we know, you know, we're not going to sit up there and argue with nobody, their concept, because the end of the day is, my word tell me it's foolish. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to tell you the truth. Now you ask them to tell you the truth. You know? Yes. So a lot of things, I just sit back and I listen and I'm like, wow. I just keep a lot of, you know, people in prayer and stuff because there's a lot of stuff that's being perverted, being deceived and everything. Even now, as a leader, because I have Church Without Walls, you got to put in your bylaws what you could do, what you can't do. If you don't marry the same sex man, I know my 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 bishop don't do that neither or whatever, you know, because that's our right, our religious right. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. so um, it's just a lot of things that you have to stand for what's true and what's right and, and don't compromise with the enemy. Because that's what, that's what he come to do. He come to kill, still destroy. And then we do, that's marriages. Why? Because in the beginning, that's why God created man. And we don't know how long man was by himself when he, animals, everything. But then he made a mate, which was the female. And it came what? Added it, he put the man asleep. It came out of his rib, right? Yeah. And even look at the word woman. That's go, woman go ahead. Is man. Mm hmm. <laughs> so you know? I, I said everything is, everything is about the man. Now, that's why I said earlier. Mm -hmm. If a man is unrighteous, right, mm -hmm. and he gets the union, meaning he he he's not like he's not following the mm -hmm. biblical basic of marriage, right? Yes. So the question that I ask is that marriage satanic and evil? See, and then that's what I say, and that's the question. The woman who's gonna engage with that man have to ask herself. If they're gonna come together because the world has its own definition of what marriage is. Yes, yes. And that's why I asked that question: is marriage satanic and evil? Because if marriage means the union, which one is satanic and evil? Mm. Because you, you're gonna have people who are gonna be marrying their dogs or their horse. Mm-hmm. And call it marriage. What would people say then? Right. With right. the whole have to sign the certificate. It, 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 it's like when you know people talk about subjective and stuff like that, and something that's it, it's gonna come to a point where everything is gonna be subjective. Yes. So it'll be like okay. What is going to be evil and what is going to be good? Because it seems like everything is being reversed or everything. There is no good or evil. 
And that's, that's the what it, the, the word of God tells us that what this said is good is evil, what's evil is good. But you keep on, when you keep on saying, when you look at the word, you keep on saying, my son, follow my laws, my son, my son. Why he's saying that for a purpose in the Bible? Because he knows of a time when the, the men are going to um, um, get out of righteousness. Don't follow his laws. And you look in Proverbs, and that's all he talks about. My son, my son. Even talks about the woman, the loose woman. You know? So and this is this. And, and when he talks about the loose woman, what does it say? It says, My son, don't yes. fall for. So the most high always looks at the man to basically take the lead, to 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 be the chief. And to watch out for himself and not only that for you know whoever is under his wing because you know and it, 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 that's what i said we live in a society that is promoting big time against mm -hmm. man and you want to know why because man is the image of the creator oh you you oh god you hit that because i was gonna say that because he said let us make men and our image you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and man and, and woman yeah. is the image of what? Of the heavens. Because yes. you say, yes. male and female created he them. Yes. Because if yes. woman comes from man and the two become one and man was made after his image, what do what makes the woman? She's the mirror of the man. That's right. Therefore, both of them are what the image of the heaven. Yeah. So and if a lot the world hates him, if the world hates him, what do you think they're gonna do? Mm -hmm. They're gonna hate anything that relates or reflects what the world hates. And you know, it's like I said, this topic is very, very sensitive, you know. And you can see now these days, even most people they're like, "Well, we understand what this thing is," and I don't even want to engage in anything. It's like the the people who want to follow righteousness, they're living in an environment where they don't. It's like everything is unrighteousness around them. Why? Because it's the world we live in. So men are being put down and be like, "Oh, you know." We're not going to respect you, but we, we still want you to abide to our rules and everything. And even the scripture tells you that all this was supposed to happen. Yes. Because the end game is what? It's to destroy the image. Yes. Because the man, man create what? Creates life. But how can you create life without the woman? But do you I realize too that when they go back to the fall and see well this who is the father of this earth? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, listen. because see we in we 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 here, but this is not our home, you know? So then, like he said, give Caesar with a Caesar. So we fight against not flesh and blood, but principality in high places. We know when we're dealing with governments and different things and stuff, they're not godly. These demons are not godly men who set any laws and stuff. You know? 
So we, as righteousness, we have to keep our laws. We have to teach our kids. We have to keep our standards. And what had happened over decades, over decades, the body of Christ just went down. The standards. Anything goes. You know, even the way they dress, even the songs they sing now. Even, you know, they don't even uh, train our uh the girls to say this stuff until they get married. You know, yeah. they're not even teaching our young men to really be masculine and do you know just you know how to help a a, a young woman, a young teenage boy help a woman take groceries out her uh, elderly woman um out her car or you know different things. <laughs> I see you see my nephew yeah, being like funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell me, you know we live in the hood. You do not live in no hood. <laughs> you got jokes, but yeah, we sitting up here in the suites celebrating my own grandson's birthday. But yeah, but uh, yeah. So different stuff. You do it. So why other why other guys can't do it? Hmm. No, you're not different. You was raised different. Yeah. So it depends on what how you was raised. Mm. It do. And he like, tell me, I say you do it. So why he tell me because he's different. You're not different. It depends on how you was raised. Yeah, I know you could be still raised the best, be the worst child. Mm. Go ahead. But it's like even if you're raised, like it, mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you have a choice. Even the scripture says, says, train a child the way it should go. So that when I'll you get born, you walk straight up a path. Like mm -hmm. I'll use myself as an example, right? I know weed what it does. I have full knowledge of it, right? Mm -hmm. When I came into age, I had a choice. Right. Because I'm in I'm a man now, I'm not a child. Mm -hmm. So you whatever action you do yeah they, they can they can look at you and say oh you know your parents know but it's like when you're in a, an adult you are responsible you know you make yeah. the choice on how you're gonna do things in life and nobody else should take the blame but like i say society wise your fa your parents will still be looked at because you represent them and that's why i say we live in a society because society mm -hmm. has made evil good and good evil. Mm -hmm. Everything is in the reverse. The world will shame you for making a mistake, but then they will teach you how to make that mistake again, over and over. But then they're going to blame you for it. <laughs> and you know, so it's so funny you saying this because I'm in the next bed with my nephew 16 he don't go out the house he don't do nothing so if you you don't even live in the hood so <laughs> he try to be smart you don't live in the hood but what your life is dangerous time you go outside yeah I, I, I put that why you say you consider you live in the hood because there ain't no ghetto where y'all live at y'all live up uptown the ghetto is downtown. No, because you go to inner city school. You're not considered living in the ghetto. You live in a uh, yeah, downtown. 
No, Y'all live in a development. I don't he he so. wants to have swag for the ladies. He yeah, that's, you know, <laughs> but he's 16. He want to fit in. He don't even yeah. go outside the house or stuff or whatever. Hey, I, 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 yeah. I can't lock myself in my room for 30 days. I'll be okay. <laughs> and you and you can look at him and just tell he's different. You know? And that and that's that's the problem too. You got a lot of kids that want to, oh, we from the hood. We want to fit in. We want to do this. We want to do that or whatever. That's not cool. It's not. And you talking about being a police officer. Yeah. You got to stand out. Yeah, he's, you know, he's 16. Yeah, he want to be a police officer. So. Mm -hmm. yeah. But he, he stay in the house and stuff. He don't. Um, hey, if he, if he wants to be a cop, I'll say better for him to join the military than become a cop afterwards. Yeah, because that's that's like my um, I had like a couple. My nephew Neil, he one of them. Um, my cousin, he a police officer. My other cousin was a police officer. My um uncle one, so that's in our family. So he want to be one. So we're going to yeah. um let him go family to the academy. Tradition. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but hey, yeah, but yeah, but he know because in church and stuff like that. But um. You you don't you don't really like no you can't go now because we isolated but different stuff that you know that you know you different than any other kids around your area your development where you live at hey that's that's yeah. awesome it is awesome because this where they live at is like uptown it's like a development and um different like yeah. complex or whatever yeah so. Where you did the hood at for them is like it's probably about five minutes, or whatever. So he go to an inner city school, but yet you don't live in the inner city. That's uptown. Yeah, yeah but where you ever you at where you go at, you will see it if you go in that area. But you don't have to go in that area to see it. That's why you don't go outside. I see. I see her. No, you see the guys Wait, in the area 16? trying to live at, trying to be cool. You know, because you got different where we live at different areas. Like, it's an inner city, but still you got nice area, whatever. Where he live in is a development, but you got kids that in that area trying to be cool. You know? Yeah, like, uh, so like could, suburbs. Like he he lives in the suburbs, right? Like the outskirts. Yeah, of, like yeah. it's 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 like like close to the the um town. The yeah. yeah. Yeah, so his dad moved back. There wasn't a suburb, but they moved back. It's like in between. And me, so, me yeah. I, I love living away from the city. I hate the traffic. I hate the madness. I prefer to to be way out of the, the downtown. I don't even like going downtown. I'm like that better nice place, you know, because I live in the Houston area. I live in North Houston, mm -hmm. so from where I live to downtown, it's about like if 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 there's regular traffic. About 30 mm -hmm. minutes. Okay. If I have to drive fast, it's gonna be like 20, 25. Depends on which part of Houston I wanna go. But uh Houston is too big, like <laughs> it's it's way too big. Like and see, that's how I do a lot of my work in 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 the city, whatever. But now we locked down, we can't really do nothing now. So everything is like, huh? Yeah, you guys yeah, are yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, because everything is like on Zoom and everything like that. So we do everything. Mama loves you. <laughs> you said what? I say, government Cuomo loves you. That's why he locked yeah. you in your house. 
that matter of fact, it's so funny because I just got a um a little email for them. Then I got to write this proposal. I wrote it, so we're trying to. It's a, just a lot of stuff you have to. I'm trying to do before I relocate. So, cause oh, you you're trying yeah. to get out of there, huh? Yeah, I'm, um, cause I'm tired. New York. I came back uh, about ten years ago. Mm. So, um, no, then I'm just go ahead, go in our family land and just build. So be country. Mm. Well, I was country, came back. So, but other than that, what you talking about is so funny because I was reading my Bible earlier and it was talking about marriage stuff because I was going there with the virtuous woman. <laughs> Yeah, the Bible has everything. Like, if it takes some time, read the uh, the Apocrypha, the book of Sirach or Ecclesiasticus. Man, that book goes hard. It has a lot of chapters when it comes to uh, marriage and especially the women, you know, virtuous and the uh, Rudy. And everything that we talk about when it comes to the, you know, ministry sector, I'm like, everything mm -hmm. is in the Bible. Like, I know people hate me when I say the Bible, this, the Bible. I'm like, you guys are talking about something. It's already written in. It already happened in the past, and it's it happens now, and it's gonna happen in the future if we still live in this, you know, in this earthly. Society. Nothing new under the sun. That's what yeah. I'm trying to. I had the book of Enoch, so I'll try to. I'm gonna get that again. I got to order that again because I, I'm gonna get a lot of the missing books of the Bible. Yeah, make yeah. make sure you get the uh, when it comes to the book of Enoch, there's a lot of fake ones out there. Get the one that was translated from uh, by R. H. Charles, and the good thing I think that's that, the one I had. The brown was brown. Yeah. I had I had that years. This older woman gave it to me. Yeah, the reason why he, he he when he translated the book, he didn't give his quote unquote opinion. All he did, he just translated as it was written. Like word by word, like he didn't he didn't try to give his interpretation, whatever. So, okay. if you read his version, it's the best version. Why? Because it's is as it was written and translated, mm -hmm. and then uh, you you can read it and understand yourself. But I'll just give you a warning: the book, the first six book of Enoch, you can understand it because it talks about what happened before the flood, right? Like because I read it, I read it. Yeah, I just I had lost it. Yeah, I had I had it, my stuff in storage. Like yeah. I had a lot, a lot of spiritual books, and it was in storage, and it had flooded. Like the pipe had um flood, and um that's oh. when I had came back from in the end, and I had a storage in the pipe. I'm like, oh, and it was all my good like leadership books, my spiritual books, and stuff like that. So now um I'm gonna start back getting. I got a couple of them back, but a lot of them I had to. I mean, I forgot the title of them, and yeah, but I definitely want to get that again. I had ordered it, but they said it was in back order for Bar Bars and Noble. But I think instead of going to Bars and Noble, I'm just doing it better online because it's cheaper. Yeah, I, I buy my all my books I buy uh, from uh, Amazon, and yeah. some of the books that I have, like I have some rare books, you you can't buy anymore. It's unavailable, like because. Uh, you know they don't print them anymore, and if you have mm -hmm. if somebody's selling it, they're overpricing it. Like there was one book about Hitler, where it, you know it, it was based on a German documentary called "The Nazis," oh, and okay. I bought two copies of that book. But if you try, and they to don't have it no more. Yeah, it's expensive right now. 
Like I remember, I bought one for like twenty three something, and then Dang, I tried to buy the second version. They were selling it for fifty dollars. But okay. I remember one time somebody was selling it for five hundred dollars. Now the version that I have, it's actually a copy. It's a it's a reprint of the original because the original you can't find it. So it was a copy of a copy, but it's like an older copy, like from like the eight. I think one was from like the eighties, and another one was from what? Uh, I have to look at it. I know one was from the eighties, uh, volume thirteen, and in that book. It tells you because remember the whole uh, premise of Hitler and all that stuff, trying mm-hmm. to create the Aryan race, right? So in, in in the Nazis regime, when they were doing the whole research and all that stuff, their scholars and their scientists and everything, they there's a one page in that book where they say they say that the real Jews cannot look like how they were talking. They say that based on their research, they say they will look more like Ethiopians, uh, Nubians. And yeah, yeah, they do. And they do. Those those are the kind of books I like to have because it it has records, it has proof. Because sometimes when you tell people using the Bible, they even though I know the Bible is a, is a not only a spiritual book but a historical book, people don't give it value or they give it credit. But if you have extra biblical resources and historical fact, you can be like, hey. The, mm-hmm. I'm not showing the but I'm showing this. So the reason why I, ch- I started buying extra like books who are quote unquote unrelated to the Bible per se is to have extra proof and reference because we deal in a world that you know the irony is the whole world was quote unquote colonized under Christianity, mm-hmm. but it seems like we're moving more quote unquote away from the Bible in these last days, which was part of the plan. Mm-hmm. But the Bible still stands like. Um, there's another book I have. It's called uh, the 20, uh, 25 plus gods of all religion, where it's a book about every, this, this, this guy did a research where he went to every culture and found out every God. I was even shocked that even the God of my parents tribe was also mentioned in that book. I was like, yo, how did he, how did he know all this stuff? So that means all these people have been studying everybody. And it's like I say, certain knowledge, once you see it, you can't unseen anymore. Mm-hmm. That's why someone like me, I, I mean, I, you know, I know people know it fasting is that, but there are certain things that I have come to know that most people around me, I can't even talk to them about it because it's going to be so far to the right. That is just gonna mess the mind up. So I, I like to keep things to myself. You know, I don't know if I'm you... more like on a spiritual, um, spiritual warfare. Being I'm a warrior, so I do a lot of books like uh, Witches in the Pew, Pigs in the Parlor, Strong Man. His name was his game. Um, uh, the Spiritual Man. That's a three value uh, book. One, two, or three. Talk about the body, soul, and mind. Spirit, oh, you, you focus more on books on basically Watchman Lee. Remember him? Who, well, who Watchman Lee? He dead now. Chinese, oh man, you gotta get the spiritual man. Oh, god, awesome! Yeah, I have to check him out. Um, yeah, and um, that was hard to find, but it came back. Um, the final quest. See, I, I, I read a lot of uh spiritual warfare books. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that's a brown shoes of witch. Now she's a Christian. 
Um, it's just a because uh, I, I have the gift of discernment. Also, I um, deal with a lot of uh, um, I, I could know when I'm dealing with somebody who is um, real, who's not. So um, I read a lot of spiritual books, like uh, yeah. spiritual warfare books. Yeah. And you know what you should read also? You should also read uh, books on psychology because people don't understand psychology is witchcraft. That was my major. Yeah. The, the word psyche means the soul. That was my major. I have a <laughs> master in that. I want to, I have, yeah, that's on retired uh, case manager. See, that's my major. Let me tell you something. You is so right. And my professor used to always say, Shul, you need to start reading other books with I'm, I'm be honest, it, it ain't nothing but the grace of God that, like I said, I went because my job paid for my tuition. So I was making just as much as my professors. Mm -hmm. But it's like I didn't really pay attention to half that stuff. It was so demonic. I was like, yeah. oh. Yeah. I, I love critical thinking. It, yeah. It was so like, you know, when you get into Floyd and theory, and I was like, oh, I was looking at one of my books today. And I was like, oh, God. I mean, I paid so know, much money for those books. Floyd and Sigma, for, do, you, do you want to one thing all these people had in common? Mm. You want to one thing you probably didn't know? Right. They were all cokeheads. Same thing with Einstein. All these people. I thought, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. And see, I said they had to be doing something. So I thought they yeah. just had mental problems. You, you know what? What is mental problem according to the Bible? Demon possession. And that's why. I say, and that's why I say, mm -hmm. you know what? Because I'm be honest, a lot of people when I went to school with this in that major, a lot of them was on medication. And uh, some uh, <laughs> this is no lie. And I was like, wait a minute, because at the time I was a, you know, working in the field, but my um job said, you know what? I said, well, they're paying for my tuition. Let me go back and go. I was going to Martin University. You could look that up in Indiana, because I was living in Indiana when I was okay, going. Yeah, okay. And that's a black university. And um and my professors, they were so awesome. They was, I mean, they really loved teaching and then one of them he was so into it like he was real smart and I'll just sit back and listen to him like God he, this man got so much much knowledge and stuff but he said Sheila would you get in that I said it's a lot of demonic stuff I said so he said what you gonna do I said I'm just gonna study it so I could just pass it and I'm gonna put in my short term memory I don't remember half of that stuff it was so horrible mm -hmm. Oh, and, and 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 people don't understand psychology is ancient now mm -hmm. as we touch on the subject of psychology yes what do you think religion is how do you think slavery happened how do you think you go when you when you really get into I mean and then they had they were using a Bible that's a lot of people don't like the Bible they're using the Bible hanging mm -hmm. people having their whole family coming this and that and, and going to church and yeah you y'all saying the Lord this and Lord that but yet you killing us you raping us it's just a lot of stuff that they just like you, you know I know why mm -mm -mm. think about this Sheila 
psychology is what it's the power of your soul mm -hmm. and mind, right? Mm -hmm. So let me ask and you. They did that to control us, yeah. What mm -hmm. uh do you mm -hmm. think a psychiatrist can make you believe something that is completely the opposite of what what you're believing? Mm -hmm. So let me ask you this. Is it possible for a psychiatrist to make you worship Satan thinking he's God, the creator? Yeah, because you know why? Some people they do, because let me tell you something. Oh, when you look, when you talk to a psychiatrist, a psychologist, they tell you about different things. Like they get, you got some real book smart, but some they stay away that this so book smart that common sense they're ignorant. I'm beyond. Yeah, yeah. And then you get someone it talks about when um when we when you go undergrad, when you get at it undergrad, you're going to your mass, it talks about the demons and stuff. Mm. You didn't know that, did you? Mm -mm. It's talk about the spiritual realm. And uh, you know, I'm not surprised because look at the word, it's mm -hmm. Greek. Psycho, it's mm -hmm. or spirit. Soul is yeah. spirit. It's both the same word. Yeah. Soul means the breath. Breath is something you can't see. It's invisible, the invisible. So I was surprised they went on that. And then my professor like, oh, so that's right up your range. So yeah, they, it was talking about the spiritual realm. How they, was, they realized back in 80-something that they were being possessed by demons. And Sheila, you have to understand all these look. We probably should have a a a stream about psychology, you know, and, and basically break it down and talk about it, because, mm -hmm. like I say, some things I know. Sometimes I don't like to bring it up because, like I said, carnal mm -hmm. men won't understand. All the quote unquote people will give credit for science. All mm -hmm. of them were demon possessed. A demon was giving them the knowledge. The small phone that we're using to talk computers and all that stuff. All of this is not new. This is mm -hmm. all pre-flawed technology. Enoch, the book mm -hmm. of Enoch. Why they don't want people to read the book of Enoch? The book of Enoch That's tells right. you why they took it out. Gave mankind technology. Everything we're using right now, it's not new. And I always tell ask people when archaeologists go to find those sites, why it takes years after they dig up and Quote unquote, examine whatever they discover. Did they bring it out? Hold to on, the hold on. Close that door because oh, I'm yeah. talking. And, no, because I'm we in the suite. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's my, like you know, because my grand, grand, grandson and cool birthday same day. So we um, got a suite with the uh, pool, jacuzzi, and everything for his birthday. Oh, mm -hmm. she like living the, the, the high mm -hmm. value life. <laughs> <laughs> And we got our nephew here. He said, Well, I live in the ghetto. And try. I say, so when you live in the ghetto, I say, You know what? Well, you live in the ghetto, you sure don't act like you uh, live in the ghetto life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're going to be like, What? You, you, yeah. you, 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 get out of here. <laughs> so, trying to be down. And that's why you know when you when you saying marriage, I said I got two nephews getting married this year. One just got married last year, and um one of them he not older than 32, 
And then the one who get married, that's the one with the two barbershops. Um, he's mm. 40. So he he kept on pushing it back, pushing it back. But did my my family, they get married at a young age. My nephews. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. And, and it, like you mentioned it, earlier, it, 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 it's the circle they are and the environment. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Th- this world is ruthless. So I would say anybody out there who, you know, find something good and that can last, you know, a, you know, a lifetime. That yeah, mm-hmm. especially in, in in the way we need because this whole thing about marriage is not just in the West. It's just that here in the West, in uh, hands why because America influences the world. But this whole thing about, you know, marriage and all this, it's happening everywhere, even back home. It's happening everywhere. You know, we so spoiled, though. My um uncle, well, I, I also had um, one of the missionaries years ago. It was going to pay for my trip to go to Africa, but I didn't go. But my uncle had um, went, um, he a pastor, and he said, let me tell you something. He said, they are so thankful and grateful there when it comes to worship and stuff. He says some of them walk hours just to worship. He said, yeah. we have cars and we don't even take a, you know, and he was just saying how small we was. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, you know, we are the children of Israel. Spirituality is part of us. Mm-hmm. That's why, like, um, check this out, like, Many Westerners, especially Caucasian people, they, mm-hmm. they don't do worship. So they don't. Yeah, and uh, you you want to know the irony here in San Antonio, one of the largest Catholic church in San Antonio is ran by Congolese priests. Everybody, everybody in the leadership are Congolese people. No mm. American whatsoever run it. Why? Because it's not. It's like I'll put it this way. The idea of uh, atheism is a modern concept it never existed before mm-hmm. every race of people and cultures they all were religious people but when it comes Ooh. to let's start back with the Romans go ahead. Mm-hmm. Everybody, everybody was religious but the whole thing about atheism was introduced to basically prepare every like uh all, his name is Albert Pike. He said the reason why they introduced atheism is so they could destroy all religions. Where and then mm. like, when they do that, people are gonna be. I mean, just look at it. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, you know, the Bible says in the last days knowledge shall increase. The question mm-hmm. is what kind of knowledge because knowledge could be good, could be bad, right? And at the same time. If people are quote unquote becoming unbelieving, what would that lead to? And mm. if people knew the truth, why is unbelieving rising to the to the top? That means they didn't know the truth. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you knew the truth, how are you gonna walk away from it? You can't. You walk away from lies. So right. if it was their plan to give people the lie using what? psychology so that when you run away to what you call atheism they get you there too good cop bad cop scenario that satan created playing mind games Mm -hmm. psychology yeah Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) but you know what fast it's so because the sect i don't know why you ain't in our sector i'm in another sector that's all we talk about religion 
um the gospel and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, um, I'm I everywhere, to... but you know, usually uh, when it comes to like, uh, may maybe you can introduce me to those channels. Like usually, I, what yeah. I do is I just watch from the clouds. You know, uh, be like I always say, because I come from a way like I know most of the time when it comes to religious uh, sectors and stuff like that. Like mm -hmm. if you don't not speaking, uh, because I understand the use of scripture says be with like-minded people. So usually, mm -hmm. because my way of thinking is way different. They don't usually allow us philosophical where you can have like you may we think outside a box. Yeah, yeah. So and people like us is really like um like how you saw with television then it's like I can't fit in. I, I don't feel I like I feel like I'm at a place, but it's not that it's just like our gift that God had given us. Is a task we have to do. It's different, and see, that's one one thing I had to tell people. Like when I minister to them, see, we all had different gifts and talents, but we all doing the same work. We all in the yes. same body. So the eye can't say I don't need an ear. The ear can't say I don't need a leg, and we need one another. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. that's what it's all about. It's not about competition. It's it's not about titles. It's about being about our, our father business when the souls, you know. Yes. And, and and a lot of people don't understand that. And like I tell them, you know, a lot of people who had left the church and stuff, um, gave up. Like I said, you got to realize it's not about you. It's the gift in you, the spirit in you. And once they kill you, then they could kill a whole generation. And I'm not yeah. saying killing you naturally. I'm saying spiritually, mm -hmm. because you got to realize even when you gone. The people you had taught and teach still teaching others. And that's why I said we don't die, we multiply. Yeah. That's why even the scripture says they kill one of you a thousand mm -hmm. more. Grow. Yeah. Yeah. One becomes a thousand and out of a thousand Two becomes ten thousand. Yes. And we and the angel and the angel rejoice over one soul. So this like I tell a lot of people, get out your feelings, you know, put your arm on, sharpen up your sword. You know, because we're in a spiritual warfare. We in the last days. You know? Sheila, you want to know another thing about this spiritual warfare? Go ahead. It will, the invisible will become visible. And I say that in my one of my old streams, people don't believe it. And I've seen it in dreams and stuff like that. They show you in movies. Why do you think they keep us in cities? They keep mm -hmm. us oblivious to what's outside of us. And what's going to happen is, to, because uh, you know how they say what they say, if a tree fall in the forest. Do it still really make fall. a sound. <laughs> so the thing is, if we're living here, how do we know there is not a cyclops in the forest? How do you know? You're not there right now, right? So how do you know? You know, stuff like that, right? Like the things that we cannot see. But the Bible says... Things that were in a dark what will be made into the light. And remember when you read Isaiah 14, 12, it talks about, it says when sa Satan is going to be, you know, when Christ will kick his butt, he says what? We shall look upon him and say what? Is this the man? You know, this is, the, it, say, it, didn't, it doesn't say, is this the angel? No, it says, is this the man? Because if we're able to see it, that means it's no longer spiritual because the way our eyes is made, we cannot, mankind cannot see the invisible. 
Right. But I'm gonna ask you something too, since you're going there. If we don't see nothing, okay, you put on your spiritual cap. We don't see nothing in the natural, nothing. No houses, no cars, no nothing. And we just see our earth. What is we seeing? What are we dealing with? Huh. We on earth, but we okay, we 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 spiritual being, we on earth. We ain't dealing with nothing natural. That means nothing natural exists. We talking about no homes, no cars, no clothes, nothing materialistic, nothing you could see at your natural eyes. What is we dealing with? Hey, that, that is a deep question. Now I, I'm asking you, what is we dealing with? I know the answer, but I'm, see, the spirit gave me this years ago. What is we dealing with? Hmm. I would say I can't think of an answer. Uh, but I'm going to tell you. Okay, go ahead. We dealing with demons and angels fighting. Because okay. you got to realize we in a spiritual, we in a spiritual and in natural, we dealing with houses, we dealing with cars, we dealing with everyday tussle. So you saying we here on earth and we see is nothing natural exists. Nothing man-made exists. Not even us now. And we just here existing on this earth. What is we dealing with? We dealing with demons and angels, spiritual warfare. Hey, you know, uh, okay. Now, based on yes, I understand now how what the question you was asking. And when you answer, you know what it reminded me of? Have you seen that movie with Keanu Reeves? About I think it was like I don't know if it was in nineties or early two thousand. Constantine. Mm -hmm. I like your eye. Have you seen it? Constantine. Uh -uh. You've not I seen Constantine. I've never seen it before. Wow, look it up. Constantine. It's a good movie. If when you watch that movie, you like what you just told me right now, you, you'll be like, okay, you understand spiritual warfare. Like, watch that mm -hmm. movie. I, I cannot spoil it for you. Just watch that movie. And what's the name of it again? Constantine. Constantine. Yeah, okay. it's it's based on a comic book, like a. Uh, can I can I look that up on YouTube? Yeah, you can look it up. Yeah, you can see like a I think a trailer. Hopefully, you can watch the whole movie if it's available. But yeah, okay. you, you can see okay. how, what it's about. But it's a great, really great movie. Okay, I'll I, I probably would love that. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it tonight. Hmm. Man, hey, like hey, I learned something today. So you were a psychiatrist. So and I. Yeah. I you know, everything's starting to make sense. I can see why, you know, you say the things you do and how you speak. You know, you know how sometimes mm -hmm. the that we're in can get wild. And then I, mm -hmm. I, I understand your brain now. Like, and I always come in and be like, well, you know what? Come on. Yeah. That's that's how we get on the panels a lot. Mm. Because I know that's not me. Like when you get on it, you it's just, that's just sense of humor. That's different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And I don't think I really bring no sense of humor like that to the table. But when it comes to um, biblical and politics, that's my, you know, I love that. Yeah. And and that's why I like the, uh, I like DJ Kuda because and you, I always say like, I, I my brain, anyone who's what people call crazy, we connect. Mm -hmm. DJ Kuda, he's crazy just like me. And I know he's sometimes. Smart. He's smart yeah. though too. Mm -hmm. he, he has a lot to say, but he, and you, people will be like, oh, fasting, why you, people don't understand. You know, the, the most I say is, I will gather the elect to the elect. Mm -hmm. Some people I have connection with, they, they were 
I was saying they were not quote unquote what you call it, typical Christians, but something has allowed me to be connected to this person. And sometimes I wonder what I'm like, why am I, why do I still have friendship with this person? You know, it's like you wonder this friendship where it doesn't die, it mm-hmm. just happened, right? There was no agenda or you'd never plan it. Just like something that seems like a coincidence, but we know there's no such thing as going connecting the spirit. Yeah. You connect yes, you you and his spirit connect just like with I call my little brother spirit connect, but you gotta realize too. Um see you have to know who is your brother and sister in Christ too. Yes, yes, because uh, it, it says what uh, there are wolves in sheep's clothing. So just because someone says they're Christian doesn't mean they are who they say they are. Mm-hmm. They, you know, and Jews- then the ones who not even call themselves a Christian, those still your brothers and sisters because uh, they probably be coming a year or later down the line. You oh yeah. wow, I don't, you know fast, you know what? Uh, I used you ever seen a person years ago? Yeah, I was working together somewhere, and then all of a sudden, then Christ, you like what? Well, yeah, all that time you was talking, to me, you know, yeah. you know, what I'm saying there and this that, yeah, because I used to witness a lot and everything and stuff. Yeah. Also, ordained a couple of people too, so because I'm the elder, so ordained, you know, I ordain people too, and, and I, I do funerals and stuff. So, um, it's like wow, and I could tell my spirit. I said that's like one of my uncles. I said, he got a sweet spirit. Um, this is my older uncle. I said, he's going to be saved, and he is now. Yeah. Right? Like, we all yeah, do Bible study together. One atheist classmate from college, he used to fight me all the time when it comes to the Bible. He was atheist, mm-hmm. like full self-proclaimed atheist. Mm-hmm. The irony is years later, he got born again, mm-hmm. and I was laughing because he was trying to teach me the Bible. I'm like, bro, I've been in this thing all my life. How, how are you going to turn around and try to tell me what I've been trying to tell you all these years? Like, but, you know, it was, I'll call it, it was entertaining because it's like, yes, I knew more than him. But in a way, uh, you know, the Bible says, you know, not to be too proud. But I was like, you know what? Maybe the Bible says when you teach, you learn. So I was like, you know, maybe it's my turn to kind of pay attention even though, yes, you know, uh, whoever was teaching him, I knew that, you know, they were giving something that I don't agree with, you know, mm-hmm. scripture-wise. But all I did is uh, I, I just listened to him. I was like, wow, the irony. You you were fighting me all these years. <laughs> now, after we, we went our own way, you know, I moved on with my life. And you find me on Facebook and then you teach me about God. I was like, what? <laughs> that's all ain't that awesome though it's so yeah. you're like god wow so that's why you gotta let your light shine all yeah. the way you like i said you never know who looking at you and watching you and hearing you know and, and i guess what and then you there's some people that i knew were quote-unquote hardcore believers mm-hmm. total opposite like they're way worse than the atheists like they just gone left and you know that's what the scripture says says that Worse is what the uh, it's a better the the end at the beginning. Mm. Yeah, and that's why it says it's, it, it's going to be worse for those who knew the way and walked away yeah. than yeah. someone who never was in the way and then found the way back to the Most High and he saved. His reward will be greater because, yeah, he may spend all his life, but when he ch- turned, because that's the will of the Father, he said. For all of us to turn from our wicked ways and go back to the, the right path, 
because society bombarders and everything it's 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 easier uh to um to fall to the path and you mentioned something about the spiritual warfare right angels of demon mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, you say you read the book of Eno, right yes do you know the origin of demons You said, "Do I know the original demons?" Yeah, like where they, their their origins, meaning before they became demons, what they were before, do you know? Oh, there was angels. Um, you were half right. They were actually nephilims, half angel, half. Some of them were half human, half horse. Oh half... yeah, but you know, yeah. yeah. So you talking? About, would you is you talking about before the after the after the fall? The flood, or before yeah, the before the flood, the flood yeah. Basically, okay. uh, uh, because I remember in the book of Enoch, it says they were marrying women, right? And yeah. they, they were sinning against what? Flesh. Yeah, because they were dead. Had, they had, um, um, had got some pregnant stuff yes. or whatever. Yeah. All and back then, they were giants and, yeah. All fairies. Uh, yeah. And, you know, hermaphrodites, all those yeah. things. But like that's why I, I got to get that because don't you know they were saying it's some still I don't know how true it is. This still exists, but they live in the mountains. Yeah, look, Sheila. Everything they give us myth is actually mm -hmm. the reality, and everything else they give us real is actually the fiction. We, mm -hmm. we remember psychology. Mm -hmm. We are meant to be look. What do they tell us? They say money, paper money, mm -hmm. has no value. But uh, how, how can you make something that has no value valuable? Psychology. Yeah. So that's <laughs> why I said, even look at the movies. Remember when they were talking about with the coronavirus? Remember the movie came out and next week, now you can't find it? Mm -hmm. I forgot the name of that movie was, and it was saying, "Hey, I had to wear mask and this disease and stuff." It was on Netflix a couple of years ago. And, and not even that. Go was back it, in was it Bird Box? Yes, it is. Good people. It was wearing masks and stuff. Everything we doing now, it was doing. It was in that movie. I forgot. Yeah. The no, I think I the forgot. movie was called Pandemic. I think it was called Pandemic. That, yeah, that's what it was. Pandemic. That's the name. Of the Even for, go far back. Uh, I I have a video on my channel. Uh, the Dead Zone. Remember the TV show, The Dead Zone? Uh, nah, I used to watch stuff like that. Yeah, back in two thousand three, they they I had called a, stuff like that demonic. <laughs> yeah, they had a, a, a episode uh, called I think. The, it was called the plague, and in in in, in the episode, they were talking about this Rovina nineteen, and mm -hmm. basically because uh, the dead zone, the the guy has, has visions, so it showed him having a vision, and looking for the cure, and he find that H that H hydro whatever uh, pill that 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 you know that African lady came with that they say they use in Africa, everything as it went. Right now was in that in that TV show. Everything about oh, you know, um the six feet up uh, it, we got a lockdown, like the if you watch the episode, Sheila, you're gonna be like, yo, they're making fun of us because all of this is part of the game. They told us they were gonna do this. Wow, I'm sitting wow. there and I'm like, it's all part of the game, psychology. Like how a mask on a, a, a cloth gonna 
uh, really um, stop us from spreading the virus. You you look at the box, uh, like I you know I have to be careful because uh, YouTube they, mm -hmm. they hate you speaking facts. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the box literally says that this it says uh, caution. This get, this is not guaranteed to protect you from the the hoax, the hoax thing, the, the invisible killer. You go to the CDC website; they literally tell you. Like, yes. that's one thing I can't understand. They literally tell you that there is no. Uh, they say that this thing cannot protect you, but they say for, they use a term to basically say, they say, well, we want you to wear this just to make everybody else feel safe, but it's not guaranteed. Because I put it this way, right? If you can smell chicken, chicken wings through that mask, you can <laughs> smell vanilla, ice cream through that mask or perfume. Guess what? Mm -hmm. What makes you think that? The thing cannot go through your nostrils and go into your brain and give you, mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, what do you call it, uh, breathing problems. Like, but like they I do. It, it's so funny you say that because I have all kind of masks. I have even my team's masks, my Giants, my Mets, my Rangers, all of them. And when I go in Walmart and certain times you call, I'm like, oh God, I can't wear this because I have asthma. And it's like, God, it's just, Mess with my breathing. Yeah, Sheila, I had <laughs> I had a video titled "The Covering Cannot Save You from the Invisible Killer," and YouTube deleted my video and uh, basically really? gave me a warning saying that I'm I'm spreading misinformation. <laughs> <laughs> no, they didn't. Yes, they did. <laughs> Yeah, and then now I got a, a strike for a copywriter, I guess. Ah, you could tell you get a strike on your channel faster. Uh, what usually happens is if 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 you get a strike, when you try to log into your account, it gives you a, a screen saying that uh, so and so uh, gave you a strike based on copyright or something, and then um, ask you to repeal it or send the person who gave it the strike and uh, and then he says uh like they gave me 90 days that the strike is going to be on my channel so basically wow. it won't it won't be removed till uh april so basically if i get three strikes my channel no not my not just my channel my whole account so on really? my account, I have like uh, six channels attached to it. So that means if that account disappears, all those channels gone with it. So you have to start back over. Yeah, basically. But uh, the copyright, the good thing about it, the copyright, basically, uh, I use uh, like a, like I was like I was showing like different videos, and then on one of those videos, I guess the 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 owner didn't. But I'm like, how would he even know? Because I'm my channel has. Uh, I don't have a lot of viewers, so I'm assuming either the algorithm picked it up and sent him a message. I think, I they, I think they'd be, I'm be honest, Fasten. I think they'd be um, certain yeah. sectors, they be petty and picking with us. Because now yeah. with mine, I came, I described it, I can't get over 540 for nothing. But I'm getting a lot of views from my videos that is not even my describers outside. Yeah, I, I, guess what? Every week I'm always losing subscribers. Every week, like the like it will show me like one week it will show me green, right? Mm -hmm. And then the next week 
the same amount of people again go down. And I'm like, are they, is YouTube playing a, like flip flop? Oh, okay, you gain five subscribers, you lose five. You gain seven, you lose seven. You gain three. YouTube, yeah. <laughs> YouTube is like, oh, you question. Uh, fashion. Do they always YouTube? Do they always give you um? Because I got sponsors too, and I told my I saw wait until I really get serious my page because they want me to um take this class and they're gonna help me boost up my views and my likes and everything like that. Do they always send you stuff like that? Yeah, YouTube they usually send you like tutorials and all the stuff, but I usually don't pay attention to it. Like I just do my own thing. And if I wanna know anything about YouTube, uh, I usually just look it up on the search engine. Uh, I mean those those uh, those YouTube uh, like training and all that. No, stuff. I'm talking about actually Sheila, such as because my my Facebook page I have like over five thousand, so I have mm -hmm. my own like my own page is like a group. Is it could be a group, so I get a lot of likes and views and stuff. So I get a lot through Facebook too to tell me I can make money, whatever. Because I get a lot of like my Facebook is so big, like it's comedy, and it's so like. If I post something, I get likes and views like in less than a, a twenty minutes. Yeah, that that means you you have to convert your uh, Facebook uh, following into basically they have to log in into YouTube and subscribe. That's another thing when you share on like platforms where people don't have. Well, it's it. hard though. It's yeah. like a lot of mine is older people, church people and stuff, and they like little stuff I be saying. But it's hard for them to get them from Facebook to YouTube because a lot of them yeah. like, sure, I don't know how to do it. Yeah, and and that, that's why I say like, the the downside of YouTube is the best way for you to get uh people to subscribe is people who frequent YouTube, so they have to yeah. be all the time. Same thing with Facebook, like people who frequent Facebook, it's gonna be hard for you to get them to go to Instagram. So depending mm -hmm. on whatever platform you are in, it's hard to take people out but uh uh that that i'll say I, it comes down to the amount of distraction anyway mm. yeah like if some people like they're on soundcloud like i remember years ago when i was doing music i was spending a lot of time on soundcloud i don't do that anymore mm -hmm. so whatever soundcloud is doing or any upgrade any cool things they got now i don't even mm -hmm. have no idea <laughs> so I'm le I'm learning because my nephew here just taught me how to do thumbnails. I ain't, I don't know how to do thumbnails. So a lot of stuff oh cuz I'm old, I'm older too. So yeah. I'm learning. I'm I don't like I'm, I'm liking how you did your the marriage and I was saying to my nephew I said, "Come here, come here. Look how fast he did. How he do that?" He said, "I think it's a slide." So while you talking you still see like the marriage and stuff like I said stuff like that. I want to learn, you know. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, like even streamio using streamio, I had to learn it, you know, okay. just play with it. Streamio is easy, just yeah. pop it on. But it's like when I want to do a thumbnail on there or yeah. do see, I'm doing a free thing now until I um really get into it. So maybe when I record and that's how I could use the thumbnails or the the slides while I'm talking. Yeah. I use uh this is the the website. Like basically there's a free website. It's called Be Funky. I'll I'll put I'll put it on in the back chat. Basically this website is you can basically do a lot of things like you can edit video uh, uh pictures and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Change 
size, design, or whatever. But you're doing everything online, like from the. Is it is it long? Do it take a long time? Is no, you just have to play with it. Like uh, like if you understand Photoshop, like you, I, I'm I bet I don't, you. I don't you, know how to do Photoshop. You, you know, how some people say, "Oh, that's Photoshop or whatever." When I post my pictures, those are my pictures from my phone. I don't know. I don't. I don't know how to do filter Photoshop. No, nothing. Mm-hmm. I can't even post. That's crazy. Yeah. I can't even put in the chat. I guess somebody who, who may mm-hmm. learn. So basically, that's this is the website because to me it's quick and because uh, it's like I think it's convenient for me because thumbnail to me I'm like I just have to pick a picture and then mm-hmm. just add text to, into it. Like so, basically the picture I looked up on Google, marriage, and then I found mm-hmm. I like this picture, and then okay. I uploaded it to this uh, website and then I just added the text and, uh, and play with it and I made it bigger and there you go. It, easy. It didn't take me long. It didn't take me 20 minutes. No, it took me like oh. five minutes. So. Okay, so just playing with it, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's... But you that, have that like, you, you know, the, you, you, basically, you have to understand the concept. So if you've never used it before, it might mm-hmm. be kind of, you'll be like, okay, what do I do? Where do I go? You know? But... Uh, Somebody who plays with similar apps or software, they will understand where to go. Like he, uh, if you look at it, it gives you the up. Like when you go there on the website, you'll say photo editor on the far left, and then on the on the middle far right, it says open, save, back, batch, upgrade. But because it's free, so what will happen is you click to open, and then it's gonna ask you where you wanna upload your picture from from your computer, be funky account. Google Drive, Google Photos, and more, Facebook, whatever. And then whatever um, you do, it will drop it in, in, in that little box. And then, okay. and then on your far left, you're going to have things you can do. Like you can go down where it says text. When you click it, it will give you the option to – it will bring like a little box where you can write inside so it will be to text. And then it will give you the options to, to basically change the color – the size, whatever. So mm-hmm. basically, it's like it's it's a good app where you can play with it. But when it comes to thumbnail, to me, this is the best app. Like, why? Because yes, means- I got thumbnail app where it said thumbnail the red one, and I'm like, oh, that sucks. So then my um <laughs> nephew would talk me how to do the YouTube Studio. Just go to image, download it, and then when you start a video, then put the thumbnail like that. Yeah, me like like the big the picture. When I did the uh, the preview of uh, the show, basically uh, I use Streamyard because on Streamyard, whenever you like you you, you let's say you you schedule a show, it mm-hmm. gives you the option to upload the uh, the thumbnail, and then when you upload the thumbnail, when you save it, that's what shows on YouTube channel before your show starts. So yeah, because I had broke my um I had an awesome um HP laptop. And I had um, dropped it. And I just got a comb. And I was like, oh, God. So Kuda said, no, go back to the laptop. So I may go to another laptop next week. Good yeah. night, Dale Hayes. Thanks for stopping by. I appreciate it, bro. One of, the, one of these days, if I'm in the East Coast, uh hit you up, bro. You know, I, I love meeting all my, my good people here. Oh, I'm sorry. Ooh, I'm not took over your thing. Oh, yeah, no, no. We have to do this. We gotta do this topic again. 
I, I cool it's, uh, you know like uh, the aftermath of the show so uh, <laughs> what i want me to do is if i if uh, uh because this is like the live version so what mm-hmm. i usually do is if i have a live whenever i upload it i'll leave this and then upload like a uh like a upload version but what i'll do is i'll edit it where i'll cut it down to like the first oh because you're gonna edit it then yeah, i'll try to edit this one because i that way i can uh oh i'll probably just leave this you know because it's only two hours so it's not bad yeah. <laughs> but that's i'm good i'm glad that's all said i um you know I, you I ain't yeah i'm having some um that's um gee yeah so um I'm like, yeah, you know what? I said, I'm going to support my small YouTuber because that's why I do anyway because I'm a small YouTuber. You know, just stay in my lane until I build myself up. You know? Hey, it'll happen. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. Slowly but surely. It, mm-hmm. it's, it's how it goes. I don't want to do drama. I don't want to do talk about people in the title stuff. I want to do, you know, yeah, um, encourage and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. You know. If you think about it, this it's what the world wants. Like that's why I tell people, I'm like, you know, sometimes you you may get frustrated, but oh man, but it's like you have to understand, like they say, supply and demand. Mm-hmm. If you're providing the product that the people want it, then mm-hmm. you have the customers. But if mm-hmm. you're providing things that people actually don't want, it's, it's like fast food. You have a nice restaurant that are using naturally grown vegetables or whatever, but mm-hmm. you have McDonald's. Everybody's going to McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Guess what will happen to your business? You're gonna mm-hmm. shut down. <laughs> yeah, but that's all right. I, I stick with my eyes, my little, you know, like I'm I'm saying my little uh scripture stuff tomorrow, you know. So but so, don't hey. worry, people who, who are into the Bible, they're mm-hmm. stuff gonna grow. Why? Because as the world goes downhill, the more real the Bible is gonna look like. I'm, look, I already see it. I'm in the clouds, you know, everywhere. I, that's why I smile from ear to ear when all these mm-hmm. things are happening. I'm telling them, if you have your eyes in Bible prophecy, none of this they're doing, you know, the whole Washington DC and all this stuff, none of it matter. Everything we're seeing in the world, we become real. What? When That's Iran right. is provoked, according to the Bible, Iran is the trump card when it comes to the war of Armageddon. Meaning, there are a lot of things that have to happen before Christ's return. But one of the, that's why it says there are many things. Is nobody knows the day of the hour. But guess what? You can notice season, right? When it's still getting colder, you know winter's coming. So when iran is provoked when iran is struck according to bible prophecy isaiah jeremiah ezekiel they talk about thou will tell whatever happens after that will let you know how long we have until that armageddon war because yeah. because i think the church because they, they like to keep like they don't they tell you okay this is what will happen but they don't tell you what happens before it happens you know, this I want to do a panel too, and yeah. like, um, like the fruits of the spirit, and give each one of y'all and each one of us to have like, um, like three or four minutes to speak on that peace, love, joy. I want to do a panel about that. Hey, that would be and nice. Different, different ones, but the sector I am, like a lot of them, church people, and I'm gonna ask them. Now I'm gonna let you know. Will you, will you speak on something? 
If I give it to yeah, you, yeah, 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 just yeah. Uh, make. Uh, I'm, I'm subscribed to you, so whenever you go live, I'll get the notification. Like that last, and I gotta make sure the day that you you are right that you're not driving in an area that it'd be difficult or whatever. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we need that because, uh, uh, I mean, I know a lot of like I know a lot of people, especially in this time, they're very stressed out. But they, we're not they're not be anxious. Because uh, Sheila, a lot of people who are dying. I said that. Most of them they're not dying of a disease; they're dying from stress. Yes. Why? Job, because fear. Yeah. Like, oh, you got the flu. No, it could be the thing, and then you're getting panicky, you're heart beating, and then you die. But they're not gonna it's, say it. They can't say that. They have to give credit to whatever got the people scared, anxious. But yeah. because I'm not a doctor, who's gonna believe me? I'm just yeah. fasting his life. I'm nobody. <laughs> but you know what? But when they click on, then you know what? You never know who in the house. That's why on Facebook I do a lot of nice stuff, the creative, fun stuff. Cause a lot of people in the hospital, bed written in the wheelchair stuff. When they click on, they want to see something positive, something to uplift this theory, you know, because I have a cousin, she bed written and um she be in pain a lot. She said, Sheila, once I click on your Facebook page and I be having different mind stuff. And she said, you have us thinking or whatever. And she said, and I was just like, wow, my cousin, you know, because I asked him a question like uh, this, like um, I would say, if you have a couple and um, if the men would go out and um, cheat on a woman and then the woman find out and she go out cheat which one is worse <laughs> you know it's a different question like that you know uh, basically to make people think to make he, I have them thinking and stuff and then I had another one um I'll be, I'll be doing like food I was like okay well all the cooks in the house um what is this dish and it was hard was it like some uh like a cat eye, this and that. It's just like different questions that I asked of the Bible, you know, different things of the Bible, whatever, you know. Um, what was Jesus talking about when he was, you know, you know, just different stuff, whatever. I just have him thinking. Mm. And I can't bring that on YouTube mm. because, you know, it's a whole different, you know, platform. Yeah. I mean, you can have it, but it's like, uh, Mm-hmm. Hopefully you're gonna get the you know the traction. Because, uh, I have a lot of ministers and pastors yeah. stuff on my Facebook page. And you know, yeah. and you know, I, I have patience. Like I say, my eyes were open years ago. Even mm-hmm. everybody have their own journey, but uh I hope a lot of the ministers they finally wake up from the delusion of mainstream Christianity because uh, our people have to wake up because I even talked with my family, I say the salvation of Africa will come when all uh, you know our people reject all religions that were brought up by the invaders, and it's not just w- when people when I say invaders, they, people they just think oh you know the Europeans and all that. I'm like no, we had you know look at history, we had thousands of different cultures invading us. Mm-hmm. So it's not just the quote unquote white man, as people would say. No, we had different tribes. I mean, look at history. You don't think 
Persia when they were an empire, they took over Africa too. They they come, they were they had they were taxing everybody all the way. But you look at history, it tells you that Xerxes had his empire all the way extended to Ethiopia. If they and were, I, I never, you Ethiopia, know what? I'm gonna be, be honest, Bastin. I never really got into all that until I went to um a university. I really never thought about all that stuff until. I got in my 30s because I didn't go back to school until, you know, my 30s. I said, you know, I helped my husband and everything. I said, so let me go back or whatever. And I helped him with his his company and everything. I said, let me go back or whatever because my job paid for my tuition. It paid for his. And a lot of stuff. I was like, why they ain't teach us in school? So my professors, they were black and it was a black university. So a lot of stuff I did not know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm serious. I did not know. And some of the knowledge is they keep it for certain people. You have to be initiated. That's what they call it occult. It just means it's knowledge they don't want the public to know. And this is the thing. Some of the things that I know, and it, it's like I said, the power psychology, they've they've trained everybody where me speaking on it, everybody will call me crazy. But guess what? The people who train them to think that way they know exactly what i'm thinking and guess what they're not gonna call me crazy but guess what because they train everybody in public they're gonna act and then in, in secret they'll be like you know they'll be like you know this is what i hear from all of them they tell me you're not mm-hmm. supposed to tell them keep it for yourself that's what the symbol of the mask is what keep your mouth shut that's what they were telling people six feet apart Stay away, quarantine. They don't want you to be next to each other to talk. There's a lot of symbol. Like I said, I could go deep, but you know, like I said, because mo- the scripture says, "What don't cast your pearl, your pearls upon swine." Some people are not ready to receive some of this information because they're gonna they're gonna hear it, they're gonna laugh. They they be like, "Oh, that's mumbo jumbo stuff." It doesn't make any sense. But the, the people who actually are controlling them, they be like, "Yo." Keep your mouth shut. You know what we know. Don't tell them. I hear that all the time from those people. Like, well, people who are connected to them, the the people who have the knowledge. They say, they say, congr- this is what they say. They say, congratulations on knowing the real world. Just keep your mouth shut. You know, simple. You yeah. know, I'll put it simple because they understand it. Because they're like, if these people know, they won't know how to process it. And just Sheila, just imagine when all the gods that people thought were fiction, they come out in the open. Because people forget when Christ will return, right? Where mm-hmm. do you think that war is gonna happen? Who is he gonna be fighting? He's mm-hmm. not gonna be fighting against mankind or the armies, he's gonna be fighting fighting against the old gods, the gods of all religion. He's going to be fighting them. You don't think we will be, we're going to be, if we can see Christ coming from the clouds, right, with the angels, what do you think we're going to do to the gods who are here? We're going to see them too. It's going to be the new clash of the titans all over again on a global scale. Cosmotic, that's what the scripture says. It says, after that war, it says, we're no longer going to talk about how the Most High saved his people out of Egypt. But in those days, after the war, right, what we're going to be telling our children from now on, we're going to tell them how the Messiah saved us from all nations. 
and yeah. that, in those times there will be no more weapons. We he says God's people are gonna go out to the to the world, take away all the weapons of war and melt it and turn it into agricultural like shovels and all that stuff. It says it in the Bible. People don't read. <laughs> you That's know, all like I was doing that today. I was reading my little, you know, I should read my little word or whatever. And um, studying it, whatever, because I like my concordance. I get shoot, I'll be having my little concordance. I have my dictionary. I like to get into the history of the Bible, you know, why this said what this said back then. And you know, you're doing your study, that's that's all that's Mm -hmm. why it's called. You're basically a scholar. That's what the scripture says. Why it says, search, prove all things, you know. So, as a scholar, you're doing it, you know. And it was a pledge. I saw this. I had. I said, nobody ain't gonna go up there. I said, let me go up there. Yeah, yeah I, know, I know. a lot of people get to be nervous, and I think some people, you know, they, they probably just want to listen. You know. Yeah. Most of the and people. That is a blessing. That is a blessing, because some people just want to listen and learn. They don't know. You know, they're just keeping it real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I know I have some audience there on the other side of the world. Like I got one. I had one person. Uh, he lives in the UK, so he's over there with the whole lockdown thing. Uh, mm-hmm. So they're in the same situation as you, as New York, lockdown yeah. and everything. They can't do certain things. They're staying home. It's, it's uh, yeah. I mean, well, we, we limit. Yeah. We could, we could, we could go to our suites and, and stuff like that. But everything closed down at ten. Psh, you know? That's crazy. So you can't go yeah. to the bars or anything. Yeah, well, I don't go to bars anyway, but they they they're open into ten to um ten o'clock. Like um up here, we had the bars and grills and stuff, so they up here they open into ten. Mm. So the tricking business, I mean, nobody can trick at the bars anymore. <laughs> yeah, they still you know they, they still do. They, they do. They, they still we had like bars and grill place. Like I go around have a bar. Place the stuff, whatever. Cause I'm upstate New York, so it's more like okay. you know, little classy, country yeah. with the little, you know. So yeah, man, that's like an hour good. from New York. Hey, it's like Kuda says. He says we have a lot of small people here, and and a lot of people who are important. That's why I say don't minimize people just because they're behind the avatar. You don't know who they know. You don't know their that's connection. Right. Three people. Mm-hmm. Like you want to be treated because you mm-hmm. never know. You never know mm-hmm. who you're dealing. Like, hey, me just finding out that you're you're, you're a psychiatrist. I'm like, hey, because when I finally understood what psychology career was all about, and I started think about it, Sheila. Why, why a lot of women become psychiatrists? Can you tell me? And do you know they always throw that on. I said, wait a minute. I said because I was I was gonna go. I was gonna go into nursing. And um, I said, ah, uh, because I, I have a lot of stuff too. I'm a phlebotomist. I draw blood, everything. So I can start. Oh, so you learn now, but yeah. Yes. When I, I've been in the medical field since I was 13. Um, Back then, because you remember my generation X. So we yeah, had summer maybe. jobs. Yeah. So my job was working with the MRs. So also that's the state job. So that job, what job I retired from, I always stayed in that field. So I work with like Juno, sex offenders, anything when it comes to the medical field. 
So, and I always took up trays and, you know, and stuff like that. Man. You always have to keep your CPR first aid, um, med certified, you know, um, yeah, because I give out medication because I'm also, uh, I was a case, retired case manager for um, mental illness. Yeah. So, um, so I will have like 25 clients and then I was over a house so I had a budget with that budget like 3.2 million a year. So I had to make sure the houses had like everything, groceries, when it comes to furniture, when it comes to the clients, um, everyday living skills, food, um, bedding, room, everything. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So, so, you, do you think the reason why uh, women, a lot of women join psychology, psychology degree, is it because it's easy or is it because women want to know how to, how the mind of people work? Like, because I notice a, a lot of women, like, I rarely hear men who says, oh, I'm, I'm a psychologist or I, it's usually women. Men, let me tell you something. Men want to know why women do the things they do and then why they deal with depression. The women's majority, women's in it because it's easy work. Mm. Lazy. Let me tell you something. This is no lie. My sister, um, she over at different houses. She worked in that field. She never home, but she out now because um her son with her hand. She will work, this is no lie, she will work 16 hours every day. And then sometimes every day. And this how easy the job is. And then sometimes she would call and they're like one of her staff ain't coming. So we have to always cover for our staff, stuff like that. So it's easy money. So basically, with the knowledge I know, all I have to do is go back to school, become a psychiatrist, and I could start making book money. Mm-hmm. And you'll be a psychiatrist because I'm only 24 um, credits for my PhD. Yeah. And, and me, I think they just pushed me because I was already in the field. So, and being my job with paying um, 80% of my tuition. So, once I get my um, GPA and my, um, you know, my job will reimburse it and my check and stuff like that. So, the thing is really is just showing up. Wow. So, basically, uh, because I looked at, like, Sheila, like, that's what I said. Phoenix, the school of Phoenix is pretty good. Online is good. Yeah, the University of Phoenix, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Because usually the psychiatrist, all he does is he just asks you a question and just let you talk. Like, let him talk or let her talk. That's mm-hmm. all he does. So you're getting paid to listen to people's problems, to listen to people's frustration. And you don't really give them a solution. All you do is you'll be like, so uh, what do you think? Uh, you know, I think I should do this. Well, I think you should do that. <laughs> Half of them, I'm be honest. Half of them don't even know. 
let me tell you something. Half of them don't even know what they're doing. So you talking, you like, really? I'm sitting up here paying them this money, my insurance paying. And it ain't really, you go there, it ain't really nothing mm -hmm. you don't know. Yeah. Because it, it, it's... Uh... It's it's part of their studies, and if you think about it, even it, it it's witchcraft. It, 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 it's the majority of them in that fields on medication and also, and I'm I'm telling you because I I'm I'm I was in that field, and majority of undergrad and the ones in grad is on medication. They deal with depression, bipolar. Everybody I know, and I said, wait a minute, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. You mean to tell me you're gonna be a psychiatrist and you and you bipolar? Hey, guess what, Sheila? This it was. I'm. I'm not lying. Wow. Everybody in my class, majority of them, was on medication. Yeah, to basically to make them sane. Mm -hmm. Because they were really crazy. So you going to somebody? You're paying them money, thinking they're they're sane than you to help you. But guess what? They're drugged up more than you. That's right. But because they have the paper, society says they're high status. You should respect them. Because you know why? They went to school. They finished it. They got the degree. My yeah. my majority of my professors dealt with depression. They were so smart, educated. Yeah. So you know, maybe yeah. maybe it's telling us the reality of this world. Mm -hmm. The crazy one are actually the sane one, and the sane one are actually the crazy one. I'm tell I'm I'm telling you, and I was the stuff he used to tell us. Oh, like, and then we had this uh, woman I call Miss Z, and she was our critical thinking bad too. Um, when it came to critical thinking. And she was bipolar. When I tell you this woman was awesome, the way she teaches stuff, it was awesome. But her life was like falling apart. But when she come in to her, you know, teaching, it was totally different. You want to know why? When she comes there, she becomes a high priestess. She mm -hmm. get that demon in her. That's what she changes. And when she leaves, she's it's like she's leaving the temple. She goes back to be amongst people. That spirit mm -hmm. no longer active. That's like I say, the people don't believe this spiritual and all stuff. Like when I understood all the people, you know, all the quote unquote scientists, scholars, smart geniuses that we learn in history, once I found out all of them were cooked up, they were crazy. Uh, like, for example, they talk about, they say Einstein, you know, he, he was, quote, unquote, so, so smart, but he didn't yeah. know his own home address. I was like, yeah, there you go. That's a sign. There you mm. go. Yeah, he's one of them. And guess what? Abraham Lincoln was one of them, too. He dealt with a lot of, he, he dealt with depression. Yeah, it's the demons that torment them. Like, uh, um, what do you, Sheila, what do you think the inauguration is? The inauguration ceremony, what do you think? What do you think is so that day is so important? I know, I know. Look at the, it's a whole ceremony. Mm, I said rituals is yeah. 
it, it, were you getting down to it? this sacrificing the blood and all that stuff and death and sacrifice them? It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. I know. I just don't say nothing. Yeah. It, it, you know why? Because nobody's going to believe you. But the people who know, they know you know. And you know what? Because I heard some people say, oh, man, fascinating. Like, the things you know, man, you could be in trouble. You could get, you could get snuffed out. I'm like, no. You want to know why? They don't need to. They got the world so wrapped up in their fingers. All they have to do is create chaos in Washington, D.C., and they have you all fight each other, talk about, oh, this is what they did. This. I'm like, you, you don't understand you being played. They do this every year. Every year. You know, when my city, they're like, oh, wow, Sheila, we just just like, okay, whatever, just keep her mouth shut because we know Sheila just going to tell us, and then she's going to start this big old riot, this, that, that, whatever. I'm like, no, you know, I'm to the point now. I just sit at the table with y'all, say what I have to say. Then I know, take care of my family because in the days, the ones you fighting for, those are the ones going to be fighting against you because we like crabs in the barrel. They don't believe nothing we say. They will believe somebody else who don't care about you and care, you know, really be for the one who for you. So I just like, you know what? I understand how y'all play the games now. So I'm not running for all. thing to, mm-hmm. to actually realize because some mm-hmm. of us who already knew They'll call you sellout, coon, all this stuff. I'm like, bro, I, this is what I tell people. The greatest enemy, the Bible tells you, the greatest enemy will be from among you, from your you own. Say your folks will be in your household. So who's and, that? Your family. So <laughs> anybody, if you you looking at the enemy from the outside who's coming from miles away, when the person you just ate breakfast who is got a big old knife about to stab your neck and you have no idea. But- Let me tell you something fast. And wherever channel I go in, wherever I go, I know everything before I get myself in the situation. I'm going to know their strong points, their weak points, everything. So I'm not getting on no panels, no nothing. If I don't know nothing, you know what I'm saying? And that's what I always tell you about. Always know your surroundings. Yeah, you have to. You know, the scripture says to be yeah. mm-hmm. And that's why I'll be uh, I'll be looking in the clouds and all that stuff. Like um You gotta know who you're dealing with. Yeah. And not, not only that, Sheila, this is the thing. I even said it years, I mean a few months back, I said. Even when it comes in YouTube, I there are agents that are here. They're paid to spread certain messages, and mm-hmm. they're very influential. And I'm telling you, that's why I was saying with me. See, I have a lot of politicians and stuff who follow me on YouTube. That's all. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Detectives and stuff like that. Yeah. And I, I, you know what? I know, and I know, even if I don't have the proof, but mm-hmm. you can tell, you, you'll be like, okay, based on the knowledge that I've gained, I know exactly mm-hmm. the purpose of this, the purpose of that. I'm lucky. 
okay, I see where this is going to lead to. Okay, I see, I see. Okay. I'm like, I could be wrong, but I don't leave it out because remember, most of the time, you have to look at the actions. People can say anything they want, but you look at mm-hmm. the actions and then you mm-hmm. step back knowing this platform, they only elevate the people, right? That they want certain rhetoric to go. Yeah. If you if you have a, a rhetoric that goes against the platform, they're gonna snuff you out. They're mm-hmm. not gonna promote you. So even when when you look at the religious sector, things that people actually need to hear, they'll push it down into things that they, they want the people to hear. That's what they bring it out. Like, how in the hell are you gonna be pushing prosperity when we're living in a time where people actually need they don't need to hear about wealth. Like people are suffering. People, people are losing everything. You need to give them this the period of peace of mind. Like that, you know, oh. there's a time and place. Every why is out for you're gonna go for 30 years just teaching about blessings? God is gonna. This is not the time for blessings. The Bible says, in those days, be ready to walk away from everything. So if you're preaching prosperity. But you're in a in a, in a in a season of of being a pilgrim, leaving everything you own. How how are you gonna be able to walk away from, you know, the physical? You won't. Mm-hmm. You've been programmed to to get attached to your earthly materials. You know, you you can't move away with that with your house that you own. You can't move away with the car, the beautiful cars you have. Will you? Are you willing to be like Lot? Or are you willing to be like Lot's wife? And okay. But you know the sad thing about it? Like I was telling um, one of my sisters in Christ, I said to her, have you ever seen anybody at the grave site bring a U-Haul and have all their belongings go down the ground with them? <laughs> she said, mm-hmm. I said, so it doesn't feel <laughs> how nice our car is, how big our house is. How much money we have, anything materialistic. The end of the day is all our grave sites gonna be the same size. Yep. And we all go to the same darkness. Yes. Death. And we all gonna be judged. And some people say, like I say, you know, the mystery of death is this. Everybody who's gone, they never came back. So guess what? When each one of us pass away, that's when we're gonna know. And the only, the only one story only, we know about the rich man and the poor man, remember? Yeah, yeah. In the Bible. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying as evidence because you have to understand the way we live. Yeah. We don't believe in the spiritual. Mm-hmm. So I say the only way you're gonna know is when yourself, your who you are, when that day comes and you close those eyes, or some people will have it open. But you give up that last breath where you're trying to keep it in, and that mm-hmm. breath is like, oh no, you don't. It's time to go. You expire. Whatever happens next, hopefully, before that moment, you made the right choice because yeah. you already know there's no coming back. So guess what? They uh, imagine, let's say, because I know Hollywood, they show us exactly what happened. But like I say, there's they'll say it's a movie. Imagine you dead, right? And you're in the spirit world, but you seeing your body dead there, right? And then the angel that comes, the guardian angel, and the angel 
of the presence, they come there, they go, okay, your time is over. Uh, you know what you did in your life. Okay, this is where you're going. You can't bargain with them. You can't be like, hey, you know what? I'll give you a million dollars. Just give me five more minutes so I can tell my cousin this. And There's no bargaining after that. There's no, there's no, oh, you know what? You know what, God? I know you're real. I was wrong. I didn't believe in angels. You're an angel. Oh, my God. What's your name? You know what? Please. I Look, I'm ready to go, but please allow me to go back for just five minutes. And tell them this is all real. So in a way, I think I'm assuming maybe the creator made it that way. Why? So that if you want to live the way you want to live, hey, go ahead. But guess what? Once you find out what it is, you have no way of coming back and warning people. So they will, it's kind of like... Hold on. It was on the charge. Yeah, my charge, but it's not. It's charged. Though. It's Peep Master C, shout out to you. I saw you earlier. You, you commented. We're having such a good conversation here. So. <laughs> Man, Sheila, I know you're having so much fun over there. What mm. what they got you drinking? Apple juice? Oh, no, I had ginger ale. <laughs> I said she just, you she apple just drink some white. Some white wine. You want to throw it out? No. I like sweet wine. Mm. I like sweet wine. If the wine white. is not sweet, I'm not drinking it. It's yeah, sweet white. Yeah. Wait, hold on, get it real quick. This charge is. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But um, yeah. And that's how I was doing early. I was like reading my little Bible. Then I went to sleep, woke up. Then I saw a light went on. Okay. Fasting. Fasting for yeah. light went on. Okay. <laughs> you on the Mason's on. Then I watched the Mason's on too, huh? Yeah. Mm. yeah. But when I get off with you, I'm just going to be with the family, you know. Yeah. Hey, yeah. but Sheila, hey, I really appreciate you jumping on. Uh, Hey, we could be here for hours. I know. I appreciate you too, and I'm gonna let get off and let you talk to your people. And yeah, it was a pleasure. Yeah, I, I want to yeah. keep it less than three hours. That way, you know, you know how people do. Yeah, because it's too long. Yeah, too long. <laughs> but yeah, All right. We should have a, a, you know, another talk. I mean, yeah. I if we we do a stream on psychology, okay, it could be good, you know. Because I, I know you probably have a lot to say. Maybe in that stream we yes. can pull out loud and you know talk about some of the books that we read and all that stuff. So that would yeah. be that would be awesome. I was, I was I was looking at some of my psychology books from school, and I was like, oh wow, I, this one ain't get flooded because I know a lot of my books did. Mm. So yeah, yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> well, hey. like, oh. all right, you have a blessed night. Oh, I'll probably see you later on DJ Kuda. I don't know if he's coming on tonight or whatever. He's probably going to sleep since he did uh, what, 11 mm. hours, 9 hours? <laughs> oh, that's right. All right, fast. And you be blessed. And everybody in the chat. Thank you, okay. Sheila. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. Okay. Good night. Yes. Uh, thank you, everybody who came in. Uh, I appreciate y'all. Uh, 
stopping by. I know this was an interesting stream. Uh, for those of you coming in late, uh, you know, this is the end, <laughs> like the movie, this is the end. But um, I know the topic we talked earlier was about his marriage satanic. So if you missed the first hour, you can always go back. Uh, depending if I have time, I could probably split it up. So I'll keep the live in and then upload the first hour so you guys can check it out. So before I go, as a reminder, if you're new to this channel, make sure you like and subscribe and uh, make sure you press that like button and share. And like I said, brothers and sisters, have a great weekend. Be safe. Don't do anything crazy. And uh, because uh, I still want you to have a, breath of life tomorrow so i can get to hear from you so y'all be safe out there to all my international people you know good morning because it's already daytime over there you're waking up so be safe and i'll see y'all on a, another stream have a great weekend peace and prosperity mm -hmm.